This recipe for cheese fondue comes from All Recipes member Sheila, who says, I've been making this since the early 70s. Always so good. She recommends dipping fresh vegetables such as broccoli, cauliflower, or halved mushrooms in addition to the more traditional French bread. First, grate a half pound of either Gruyere or Comte de cheese and half a pound of Swiss Emmentaler. These are the varieties of Swiss cheese traditionally used in fondue. Comte has a savory and not very sharp flavor. Next, pour a cup of dry white wine into a fondue pot and bring it to a simmer over medium-low heat. Use a good quality wine as you will most definitely taste the difference. We're using a California Sauvignon Blanc. Now, add the grated cheese, a quarter pound at a time, stirring constantly until all the cheese is melted. Stir in two tablespoons of flour, a quarter teaspoon of salt, and a quarter teaspoon of ground nutmeg. Serve the fondue with cut up French bread and any vegetables you like. All Recipes member Annie N. has this helpful tip. If you have problems with your cheese separating, squeeze half of a lemon into the wine before adding the cheese. The lemon is not for taste, but to help break down the cheese and keep your fondue beautiful all night long. talking about Mexican Captain America and I'm saying why couldn't, why couldn't there be a Latino Captain America because there's technically because no white Captain America or there's no German Captain America there's no British Captain America there's no French Captain America no Italian Captain America because those there's, are all just white man right that's the point so like you have yeah, there's there's no Nigerian Captain America right there's yeah, sure. no like Yoruba Captain that's America that's what I'm saying there's a but black there's no Captain America between and there's a white different Captain kinds America. of people who look white they're all fundamentally like metaphysically the same there's a there's okay. a melting pot in the United States <laughs> but it's a melting pot where you put the white cheese in one side and you put the black cheese on the other side right and you have a divider between them and you let the white cheese melt with each right. other it's and, like a, and you let the it's black like cheese melt fondue. with each other but but the salsa that gets pushed to the side, that's never a part of the fondue. No, no, no. I, I think um, the salsa doesn't necessarily get pushed to the side. I think it gets um, like how they have on the census. Are you um, Hispanic non-white, right? Or are you Hispanic whatever? And um, I, I, you kind of get I, put I, in the middle. And they're, right now, you're at the stage where like Italians were before World War II, where it's like, can they be white? Maybe it's like, oh, let's I don't check. know. Let's give it a test run. You know, we're, we're, we're testing these, like the Cubans, they can be white. We might let well, them join the party. So they're fucking white. Right? We, we might let them Wait. join, but those Puerto Ricans. I mean, it, it depends what Cuban, right? Well, Puerto Rican is difficult because Puerto Rican is a colony, right? So you can never make them white because then your relationship to mm. them and the colony has to change, right? Okay. Um, 
So you're humans, saying you can't colonize them if you understand them as white, or you can't understand them as white if you colonize no, them? I no, I mean, it, 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 it's just the fact of colonization becomes more complicated if they're white, right? right? Hmm. How many white colonies do you know of? The British had Ireland. Mm-hmm. But they were not white. And right, they were black Irish. They were black Irish. That's the thing. Oh, shit. That's new. Um, well, yeah. There's, there's literally a book called How the Irish Became White. Huh. Hey. Yeah, those the people. Irish, they, they they basically considered them to be same level as black people, man. They was just yeah, like I know, Irish I know people, that. Same level. They thought they of were like, not white. There was no. So did they think of them as a separate category of human being? I think like so, pretty much. Huh. They were like they stink and you know, the standard tropes of you know the other. But they're all the same thing. They're like vermin because they were they're willing to work for just crazy low wages because and they were dirty. I'm and, talking about know, like whatever. the eugenicists. Like they're the same thing as British people. Mm, I think no, people thought they were inferior. Yeah, not only them, but like, also they were like redheaded inferior people. Like yeah, like well, they had all sorts of weird <laughs> shit going on about that. See, so what this I'm saying is, is, if if a Mexican person, if Mexican people become white at some point in time, which I don't think will happen in the near future, I think they'll remain closer to the side of black in America, then uh, they'll be able to be Superman. And the reason why a black person can be Superman is because everyone's apologizing right now. That's why, or so not super, no, Captain but, America. Sorry, I I think there's something about the sort of the the er myth of of America, where like mm-hmm. white people and black people are a part of that genesis, even if like black people were brought in under a duress, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like Native Americans are the other that had to be fought and dispossessed mm-hmm. in order to create the great nation. They were subjugated. And yeah, I mean, there were, there were, and, and, and which is interesting because it's, it's almost like the opposite of what happened in Latin America, which is that right. when the cat, when they got there, they were like, wait, these people are people, you know, like we can't just do this. We need to turn them into good Christians. And they said, well, what, how are we going to get, how are we going to get labor? And they're like, well, then we go to Africa because they're not people. <laughs> I mean, well, literally, uh, that was, the, that was like, the, that was the fucking line of reasoning. I don't know if they thought of them as people. I think it was more like our diseases are killing all these yeah, people. Yeah, and they couldn't do no, the no, work. No, 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 no. There, there, there's literally, like, this is documented. But like, you know. they weren't sturdy enough. The natives weren't sure, sturdy Sure, there's documentation of the, the Jesuits wanting to send clergy to the New World to bring in, you know, the Native Americans. But there's also... I mean, they died. Documentation of conquistadors wanting to go in there and yeah, but the, the church literally, but the church literally said they have souls. They're human. You can't have them be slaves. Literally, okay. like I mean, you know, I know it. it well, the church in, also, in, in, the church also baptized the babies before it bashed them on the rock. Uh, uh, yeah, I know. So I'm not saying this isn't like they were better. I'm just saying it operated on a no, different no, no. paradigm. You know, so so that because that's how. The transatlantic slave trade in in the sort of Latin American countries begin is with the well we're not going to use the natives as slaves mm. then we need to go and bring some slaves from Africa that's basically how the equation worked out. I was reading some literature recently though some articles and stuff and um, what I found was that actually white what well, they it wasn't called white retrospectively sort of anachronistically we could say white so like European slavery was first in terms of um, in in the states, until what like 1650 or something? Is it can that be? What are you talking about? Um, or maybe it was 1560. 
Uh, well, it was easier he, to grab white. It was easier to grab poor white people right. from Europe and put them in a boat than right. go all the way to Africa to grab right. poor people there. And it was I mean, indentured servitude. But the problem they were in. I, I should check the date. I'm not sure. What well, it was. you always had both because you had black people in Europe. Well, know, but the idea was that it was predominantly white f- until a certain point hit. They sure. hit a certain point where they discovered that when a white indentured servitude like my or great grandfather came to the country. You uh, or came to this fucking godforsaken landmass that we live on, um, and he runs away. You can't tell him apart from all the others. It's just easier to manage if you use uh, racial, uh, you know, if you use phenotypic traits to color code your your um, workforce. Well, it also like it's harder to get away. It's harder to escape if you're black than if you're white. This is I, this is the, what the articles were saying that I sure, discovered. but there's also the dynamic of the fact that um, black people. What is it? Yeah, Shays Rebellion, armed us- uprising in Western Massachusetts, where basically, um, uh, seventeen eighty seven, um, when I think uh the black people. Well, maybe I'm looking at the wrong rebellion, but. Um, the black people and white people unite mm-hmm. um, to fight basically the aristocracy mm-hmm. and the colony mm-hmm. and against indentured servitude. Yeah, right? they're because a bunch of tenant farmers and both servants. of them, um, the form of indentured servitude. Um, let's say you break a hoe, um, you would get at years added on to your indentured servitude, or you could sign a contract for indentured servitude for like 99 years. So everyone was rebelling against this. And, um, Basically, what the result was is that the aristocracy figured out um, we can't um, beat all of these peasants or however they would be categorized, mm. uh, these indentured servants. Um, manual laborers, manual laborers. And um, so what we're going to do is we're going to divide them. We're going to give the white indentured servants their freedom after seven years, and we're going to give them 40 acres and a mule. And um, we're going to give the black servants or indigenous servants slavery, 99 year contracts. And basically kind of the, the way slavery happened was because you basically need to set up a division within your labor force that holds one above the other. So you just do that based off of color to say, these people are different from you, so we're going to subjugate them, and we're going to give you a little bit, of, a little little piece of the the profits that come from the subjugation of these people, and you guys get your forty acres and a mule in the American dream. And in order to maintain our aristocracy and your American dream, we're going to subjugate these people, and that's okay, even though they fought with you. So yeah, I, mean, I think the upshot there is that the shit that'll get you canceled in that is, I mean, what you're saying is. Uh, this isn't this isn't what Marco was saying, but like the the thought wasn't like oh we'll enslave people because they are black. It was rather oh well we've got slaves. How are we going to manage this as best as possible? Well, uh, I mean, so <clears throat> it's, and, and the result is we're going to enslave them because they're black. You know. Well, no, no, we're going to enslave specifically black people because it's convenient as far as managing it goes. Because when they escape, you can see them, and you can well, that's. Like on your end, I didn't, I didn't read that, but the idea is basically, um, we need to divide 
we need to divide the labor force. Um, so we're going to divide right. them right. black and white because we need to exploit some of them. We need to to subjugate some of them. And we need some of them to be kind of the enforcers. And we've seen that they have a propensity to uprise, to rise up. So let's just separate the white people from the black people and have them kind of do the enforcing for us. Give them something to lose while we subjugate the black people because fuck them. But the, there's all sorts of weird historical things about this. Like, um, you know, the the... Ottoman Empire and the Mediterranean being controlled by the European powers. That allows, you know, to go to Africa to get slaves. Because before that, you know, the Ottoman Empire was there. They could take you. Like, it was, you know, it was it was risky. Right. After they get kind of pushed back, then the European powers have <clears throat> access to the, to the sort of western coast of Africa. But before that, they were like, that whole area was, you know, the Ottoman Empire was moving back and forth through it. Then in, in you know, if you look at the United States prior to the war, there was like a, a kind of white labor force that was basically mixed up with the black labor mm -hmm. force anyway. They were just right. living side by side. It's not really until after the war that they really, really make it really important to completely separate them so it's kind of weird you know so so these indentured servants lived side by side with the black slaves in many cases it was not like the when the it's not like when the split happened it was just like a perfect split it actually sort of there was i'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm getting it incorrect um so no, I no, no, I mean, it it, but there are instances of um basically rebellions rising up yeah. and then that split is explicitly made as white people, we're going to give you 40 acres and a mule. Black people, we're giving you slavery. That's it. So that happens. That's not, that might not be the mode overall, but that, that, that has happened. Well, I mean, it's useful to have an underclass that you can use to drive wages down, right? Right. It, it, it's, it's very, I mean, I, I say well, that. Well, this is before like wages, horrific too. Thing. It, I mean, it, it, it's useful to have an underclass. It's almost like, well, we need a final solution. You know, it's like this logic of like, capitalist like you know pragmatism that just doesn't even care about ethics in any way shape or form it's useful to have slaves that look different from the other slaves that way we can put them underneath and drive all the wages down um so fucked up <laughs> but uh no you know i i mean it was probably guess, easy because those racial divisions probably existed like well, but they didn't calculation. Exist. Not yeah. the economic division, but you probably did have people who thought that black people came from like a, a different crop of humans or something. Okay, like, yeah, of course there like, were different things, but I mean, I think that this was employed in or because it was uh, useful. At any rate, that's the prehistory of the situation I, we're at. I mean, but nothing's ever one thing. Of course, it occurs because it's useful, but it also. I, th I think that whole line of reasoning from the like people love to pull out of the Bible about there being different peoples yeah. or whatever. I think the curse like, of hand. that's that that's like after the fact sort right. of justification of what had already been done. Right? It's like you you do something. And right. then you got to find some way to justify it. Yeah. Not, it's not the reason it's the way that you justify it. It's like, it's like uh, when you tell someone that, that race exists because of racism, not racism because of race. And they're, they just can't process that. Mm -hmm. They're just like, what do you mean? And it's like, it's like racism is what creates race. 
because race is just like a construct necessary for like a particular mode of production. It's not, it's not something that actually people really mm -hmm. cared about, you know, or that slavery invented or that, or that racism comes from slavery. People weren't enslaved because of racism. I mean, I think this is the thing among liberals because guys, you're acting like this is obvious, but um, I think among many educated North American uh, enlightened cosmopolitan liberal types, um, no way. It's like you got some, you got white supremacy. There's a specter haunting North America. It's called white supremacy and it goes around, you know, it sort of haunts and it, uh, it just, it's looking for well, some uh, the, victims and it just, I, look what Biden said in the, in the well, statements about the thing is, it, the thing is, to, to me is, is that we'll, we'll hit that immediately. But to me, I think, I think part of the reason is because they haven't read the German ideology. No, what I'm joking, but, but real. Because they turned it into like an individual morality play, not like a social systemic issue, right? And so if you dare say that maybe you're racist because the mode of production put that shit on you, then you're denying your culpability as a racist person because mm -hmm. all white people are racist, mm -hmm. right? Like you have, that's like, that's like the first article of faith of like the liberals, right? The only you way to be to a good say, person is to oh, admit that you're bad. Yeah, it, which is like literally like, you know, mea culpa, you know. It's, Chris, serious it, it, Christian baggage right there. Yeah, it's like serious. And they have to all say, if you don't acknowledge that you are racist, if you don't acknowledge that you're a sinner, then you're an even worse sinner, right? And it's on an individual basis, right? Well, it's like the Stalinist trials, right? You you'd be you'd be accused of some phony baloney charge, like you you're going to gulag for bringing that up like that, impeding you know that, right? world history, and then it, and then you'd say you'd say, well, I wasn't a de right wing deviationist bourgeois, uh, what is it, left anti Marxist bourgeois <laughs> economist. Uh, economist Michael Hudson, I I didn't do that, and then they'd say, well, how dare you? Like, who do you think you are? First of all. Like, you think you're so special that you can say that you didn't do that? Like, you don't think that you're just a tool in the world historical development? Like, now you're really guilty. If you weren't guilty before we made these trumped up charges, now you're really guilty because you think you're special enough to defend yourself. I guarantee you that only like 1% of those charges were trumped up. The rest of them were like in collaboration with the United States to try to bring down the communist regime. You're saying the Stalinist trials were all legit? 99%. I have no idea what you're talking about. Guys, speaking of um, trials. <laughs> oh, way to go. <laughs> that, was, that was smooth. That was a smooth segue. <laughs> so, big news in the last week, huh? Do you remember where you were at? <laughs> Go ahead. I'm serious. I was sweating. I was like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Yeah, my stomach was turning. Yeah. I was at work. I was at work I was too. At work. They, they, they turned the TV on like an hour before. Yeah. And they were like, we got to watch this. This is really important. Mostly I was like, do I need to go home before they start burning tires in the tent? Mm -hmm. We get like a massive like riot because I was really expecting the guy to just be like, yeah, me too. You know, oh, he, he's innocent. And I didn't. Here. I really didn't. I didn't expect him to be innocent. I was afraid well, I mean, that that might guilty, happen. But no, I didn't expect what? them to to yeah. not convict him. I was afraid that they would let him off the hook. Um, and uh, then you know, 
So my my fear. So I was just pacing around the kitchen. I couldn't do anything for an hour from the moment that I got the text that said a verdict has been re- reached, but they hadn't said what it was yet. And by the way, why the fuck would they do that? Why would they do that? It's like the elections in America. It's like okay, um, it's too close to call, but it looks like candidate A won because the media is WWE, and that's what it is. So I was just pacing frantically in the kitchen, yep. trying to because I couldn't do anything. T- it's the TMCification of reality, man. Everything's TMZ. Everything. I was just like, it's disgusting. You what's, know? what's TMZ? Um, I don't know what it stands for. It's like the uh, celebrity news, like te- yeah, it's, it's like, like paparazzi shit. type of news. Yeah, it's all like you know, we found J Lo eating Cuban food right. in like you know fucking the south side of Chicago. It's mm-hmm. like it's like who cares? But but it has to be sensationalized to the point where like it becomes quote unquote interesting right but it's so also then- like the celebrity the, the the reality showification of the news and mm-hmm. it's basically everything is sports in america well it's just entertainment like, um commercial break hold on in suspense you know um the the reality show part is who's going to get the rose it's you just, know it's part um, of the reason i fucking hate sports like everything gets turned into like people talk about politics like it's sports my team won right First of all, it's not your fucking team, you know? Like, you don't own it. You, you lose. Play in it. You lose. Like, Even when they win, you fucking lose. But then you turn it into team sport, and then it just becomes like you win under any condition. You're, you're going to try to win whatever winning means. Because it's like, did I win when Biden won? No, I didn't fucking win anything, you know? What the hell did I win? Healthcare? Where is it? You know? But but my my colors won, you know? So What colors? You mean? You know, like the, the movie blue, from nineteen eighty from nineteen eighty nine, colors. Yeah, you know, the, the fucking with Sean the, the Crips, Crips and Don Cheadle, motherfucker. Crips, Crips won. You know. Well, My I was bloods. worried that some shit was going to explode because they've let all those fuckers we've, off, and we've literally turned American politics into Crips versus Bloods. It's like the most insane shit, you know. Mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, they 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 actually don't care. Like the the people at the top, they just right. don't have stakes together. Because they're neither Crips nor Bloods. They're just like, you know, they're the Colombian, like, they created drug alerts well, that they're above it. produce the coke. Yeah. You know? So the whole thing is so fucked up. Why right, do you so think, what do you think yeah. Chauvin. What do you think about the, the trial? Though? Like, I was in the office. It was kind of interesting because I work in a, in a weird environment where, like, there's an office of people who are mostly college grads. And then there's the people who work outside of the office doing deliveries and stuff like that who don't have a high school degree, right? Mm-hmm. So so it's a very marked sort of... Hierarchy? Um, not hierarchy, because like the people in the office can't really boss them around, but but it's very marked in terms of sociologically, like how they're different, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, for example, no one who has a college degree in my office got COVID, and mm. everyone who doesn't have a college degree got COVID. Shit. Mm. like that's you know that's how crazy like you know and that's the power is, of education marco yeah that's well, the I power think, of education but but i i think what it, goods it are shows, called building what what i think is is pretty incredible about that there's that how, how many things in both of those sets of lies are operating the same way and we're not even paying attention to them i mean no one noticed that i'm the only person at work that actually made the connection that all the guys outside got covid and except for one guy who's super careful because he's got like a kidney disease or something mm-hmm. and he's like i am not getting this shit because i'll die and, and but everyone else got it and 
and the people who have college degrees in the office didn't, you know, the two people in the office that don't have college degrees did get it too, which is kind of funny. They did? Uh, they did. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. Um, oh, no. But that diploma it's, protects it's you like, from it's COVID. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, Maybe I don't I need do the vaccine. Though. I got like three master's degrees, man. I know, right? Um, so, but but it, it it shows you how things are kind of operating, you know, underneath the surface in the sociological systemic way, and we're never accepting that. So anyway, so we're we're waiting for the results, the results. We're waiting for the verdict, mm-hmm. and um, coming from the lawyer. And I know, right? <laughs> and it was just kind of weird because normally they don't care about anything that happens in the world. I mean, these people do not care about the world at all. Like they're just like they they care about like you know where their next meal is coming from. They care about like what movies coming out. But but news. I mean, we had the um, the general manager cares. He's you know he's a Warren like you know mm. Democrat. He cares very much about caring. He's a little um, Lorax. And and but he 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 put the <laughs> Does he have a the, does he have a handlebar he, mustache? No, no, no. Clean shaven, clean haircut, you know, always wears a suit. Um but he he always puts things like that on the TV. No one ever watches. You know, like mm-hmm. with the confirmation hearings and stuff like that, you know. All that kind of stuff, he'll put it on because he thinks it's important to see these historic events, right? Um, this time, they were all watching. People came from outside, like, to watch, you know, yeah, the it was important. being given. It was fucking like, important. They actually, they actually cared about what was going to happen. And they're actually happy with, you know, the verdict. I have a very conflicted relationship to that whole thing where people start celebrating a guilty verdict because it's like, it's not really justice. It's just like, you know, the guy killed someone and now he's going to jail. Like, I don't feel. Right. It's kind of fu- it, it, what it shows you is, is how fucked up the legal mm-hmm. system is that you celebrate. That people have to celebrate something like that. that there's nothing to sell it. There's right. nothing to celebrate. I mean, someone is dead. A man died ground. and another man has 20 years of his life taken. Like this is a tragedy across the board, right? right? Like mm-hmm. two lives completely wasted. Even if we hate Chauvin, it's still a human being. It's still alive. His life is gone. Whatever relationships, kids, wife, whatever the fuck he's got going on in his life, it's done. So two lives ended. There's nothing to celebrate. But because the system, so people are not, I guess people are not celebrating that, right? They're celebrating. The end of unfairness. The, the, yeah, but but the thing is, unfairness is not done. This guy is a sacrificial lamb. He had to be sacrificed, or there were literally going to be yeah. riots in twenty cities the in the cops, country. The cops turned on him. So I was talking to some people uh, in class unity, and they were saying, "Well, it became pretty." They said, "What were you worried?" About? They said, "What were you worried about?" And I said, "Well, frankly, I was worried he'd be let off like all the others, and then the shit would explode and everything would go haywire." And they said, "Nah." It became pretty evident that Chauvin, Chauvin was a Chauvin. I don't fucking know how to say it. It's, it's a French name. It's Chauvin. Fucking idiots. Yeah, but he's not, do you Chauvin. really think he pronounces it like I don't a give person? a fuck what he thinks. He's wrong. Uh, he's right. wrong about okay. a lot of yeah. things. Um, <laughs> even his own fucking name. Um, and and uh, they said, well, they knew it was going to go haywire when the cops turned on him. And the cops had to turn on him because otherwise it would have been a powder keg in that town. And not only there, but everywhere. And 
Sometimes you got to do the right thing. That's right. They sacrificed him. He fucked up. He's got to go down. It's like mafia, you know, like that fucker. What was that? Killing them softly. Ray Liotta's character. It's like, it's like, baby, you fucked up. Now you're going to, you're going to bite. That's a great movie. It is. But great movie. I was celebrating the fact that 50 people didn't get the shit kicked out of him in the streets. Right. And nobody else got shot because, you know, you're saying like, why should we celebrate one more life destroyed? I mean, let's be honest, that life is already a ruined life, but whatever. I mean, if they'd let him off the hook, if they'd let him off the hook, I promise you, a handful more lives would be ruined that weekend. Because the shit would have hit the fucking fan. I mean, but that's not a celebration. Um, And who knows what horrible shit this guy would have done after, if he had been left off, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because now he's like, oh, well, I get to do whatever the fuck I want. I'm immune. He's a dead man. Can you imagine him in prison? He's not. He's not. He's not going to be in general population. He's going to be in isolation. No, they can't can't let him get killed in jail. It's like not how shit works. You know, I mean... You, you can't no, I mean, the, like, and I'm, I'm fine with that, you know, because like we can't have the system be where like you get extra judicial punishment every time you send someone to jail. Like you can't have this thing. Like I find it grotesque that we somebody's going to knock his teeth out. They're not. They're not. He's not going to be in that. He's going to be in cop jail. They're not going to let him get killed like that. The cops are going to protect him and they should <laughs> because they should protect everyone just because he's going to get special treatment doesn't mean that that special treatment is wrong. It's that that's what everyone should be getting. Like, we shouldn't have a prison system where getting raped is just standard. I mean, that's insane. Yeah, but come on. Don't you think it'd be, you know, just rape him a little? No. No. no, no. I, I, I don't I, I don't get any, like. Because he's only going to be I, in there for what? Like 18 months or something? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not how it's going to work. So tell we us. Gotta, you, you know we how got, this works. I, well, I, I have, I mean, I don't know the Minnesota, like, sentencing, you know, rules. I don't know if they have guidelines. I don't know what the minimum sentence is, if there's percentages or if it's you have to serve the entire sentence. That that stuff gets complicated, but it's not going to be 18 months. You know, you don't get second degree murder and you get 18 months. That's not, you know, if that happens, we're going to get the it's going to be a mess. I don't if the judge is not going to do that because it's going to be, you know, I, I bet they give him close to the max. Yeah, it's going to be close to that. You know, it, it's going to be. If they try to mess around with it, it's going to be like the, the sort of lowest level that they can give him and still have it look like they're giving him a hard sentence. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't you can't just it, it, this is not a, a, a moment where the judge gets away with the slap on the wrist. Like, I don't I don't think so. I mean, if it happens, there's going to be a fucking mess, you know, because I think people are going to watch are going to pay attention to sentencing here. Right. Um, Certainly. but. I don't know. I lost track. What were we talking about? Well, here, let me that? run this other thought past you. So what the other thing I was thinking about in this context was like, so remember where we were? Do you remember? I, I ran this past you already, Thaddeus, but like, remember where we were a year ago, roughly. So, or a little more than a year ago. It just seems like a different world. Before the pandemic, before um, George Floyd and the protests in the summer, before um vaccine issues before you know trump was still president he wasn't sure who would be president the left was talking about lots of stuff now you guys may be a little more pessimistic about this than i am apparently but i mean the left was talking about all kinds of other good stuff and i mean the left with all its warts you know like shitty left not good social you know whoever yeah please Someone is tapping on the table over oh. and over again, and I can hear it in the recording. Okay. 
at some point, all that shit just vanished in the pandemic and ACAB and BLM is all the left could think about. And I was just hoping that maybe people get vaccinated, maybe the pandemic will will cease, and maybe the left will start to think about other things again. Well, I got two things for that. I don't think that's all the left was thinking about during the pandemic. I think they were still organizing on housing rights, Um, at least here in Chicago. They were still doing the lift the ban campaign was still going. And um, I don't think generally that the left was talking about anything. Everything was centralized to Bernie Sanders campaign. So as soon as Bernie Sanders campaign fizzled out, it was already a foregone conclusion that. So he's a sheepdog. All those. Yes, he's a shepherd. He's he's Moses. He's, you know, David. He's fucking. So, so you know, he, here's, but I'm saying all I those think, people were no, going for it. I'm, I'm the sure, but no. I'm saying as soon as that movement, or as soon as Bernie Sanders was, it was clear that he wasn't going to be elected. You already saw the energy coming out of all of those movements. Nobody was talking about we're going to do a door knocking campaign for Medicare for all alone. We're going to do a, a door knocking campaign for postal banking. We're going to, you know, extend this movement past Bernie Sanders. That wasn't happening. The movement wasn't about the issues necessarily. It was about Bernie Sanders getting elected. It, it was the same as every other, every other type of movement. Like with Obama, um, he's going to bring hope and change. It was a proxy movement, like most movements are. See, my 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 idealism, and not in the Hegelian sense, but my idea because I'm a, I'm a materialist Marxist, but my idealism in the sort of political sense was destroyed by Obama. After that, I, I have none. So what I think needs to happen if we really are going to have a, a, an actual left that cares about issues and shit like that is when the left by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, then I will believe Why? that they're willing to do something. Because it, it, there's a requirement, there's a kind of maturity that is going to be necessary from the left where they're going to give up all their icons and all their bullshit and they're going to be yeah. like, you know what? We need to get this shit done ourselves. Yeah. We don't need a we don't need some figurehead. We don't need like because she's already reneging on everything she says she was a part of. She's mm-hmm. already saying garbage about socialists. Mm-hmm. She's already like, I mean, she is just Obama and she's what is she saying herself. about socialists? She's just a fucking millennial airhead. No, 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 no. Good without, without the ad hominem, what is she doing? She started talking about how she's not really a socialist, that she went to DSA meetings and she was happy to see that they care about all this like we talked left, about this last time. Left wing stuff and not really and the, that you know that they're not really like these socialists who are gonna try to change the whole system or you know, like that whole neoliberal garbage language that, that is fought against socialism. So on the ground, what what is she um voted against that is um against any type of well for for one she's supporting nancy pelosi left and right for one um i mean that, for that one that's me already a, many things that, no, that, no, no, that, no. To, that that's already but, to um, me, like you've already d- disqualified what, yourself what, what was she gonna pelosi do otherwise outrageously vote against awful. nancy pelosi's and do what what was that gonna do that is what was it gonna do it what would have been hurt. Her? Her? No, no, why why it, did the Democrats no, 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 say no, no, no. we have to impeach way, Trump a second you, you want, time to send a clear no, see, fucking see, message? They said you, you want me and to you follow were against you? that. No, no, yeah, no, but, but I'm saying the they follow their own fucking switch. logic. She should send a clear message. 
What what does it do to vote for her? Yeah, what does it, it do? do to it doesn't fucking matter in any case. All it does is it signals to the neoliberals it's okay to give campaign donations to me. That's to who? all it fucking does. Oh. To, to AOC. She's literally doing that is you know the the the, the triple what is it? the 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 double trip the, the So here's Democratic, here's here's where I differ. I would the, say the tree the what is it the name of the Democratic I would say why why would I be concerned uh, with the head of AOC when I can get the head of Mitch McConnell? Why would I be concerned about because that? Mitch McConnell is irrelevant to the left? Irrelevant. How he's always going because he's always going to be that he's not the danger. The danger how is, is he the, not the danger? The enemy is on our side. The guy that because, let me you he's ask making the question. Hey, hey, you ask a question, I have to answer it. Answer you don't it. interrupt me while I'm answering it. Why is he not the problem? Because he doesn't take our energy. Obama did more damage to the left than George Bush and Trump put together. In fact, Trump did us a favor because he galvanized people and he got us to go vote and do shit. Obama is the one who took us and fucking bent us over and fucked us in the ass and didn't give us health care and start and kept wars going and started more conflicts and started shit in the fucking United America. They are the they are the danger. The, the conservatives, I don't even pay attention to them. They are irrelevant. We will fight with them once we have actual power on the left. Mm. It's like you want to fight the last boss in, in Super Mario Brothers without fighting the first one. You got to deal with the, the crap inside of the left first. Otherwise, you never have power. Never. Like, the real problem is Nancy Pelosi. The real problem is Barack Obama. The real problem is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Sadly, she looked like she was not going to be a problem. But she's turning into one. She's siding with them all the time. She's undermining the left. What so, is the left asking for? So my other my other question with this well, is we want, always: We want healthcare. We want healthcare. Okay. Where is it? We want a living wage. I mean, yeah, 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 but she's not going to be able to get that no. alone, right? It doesn't matter. So you're whether talking. You can, you're talking you're making about, excuses. No, no, no. I'm talking about no, because everyone's talking about we need to build power on our own, and we need to stop looking to these figureheads. But the figureheads only function as a cipher, and AOC is a representation of the DSA. So the problem is you have to clean up the DSA in order for these people to have any backing to do what you want. You can't you have to build your, your power can't be built through them or destroying them. It has to be built on the ground as in we're building up these movements. We have this amount of power. We're going to make you do it because we have the power to make you do it, not rely on your power. You know? If these guys are in those positions, they literally work like like suctions of power. They just they just suck it mm-hmm. to themselves, right? It's suck like that's it. why they that's like that's why like Obama was so damaging mm-hmm. because all of the power, all of the attention that the left could put it somewhere else, yep. he was grabbing it for mm-hmm. himself, and we were being left with nothing. It's like it's like that part of the of a uh, what's it called? Is it there will be blood? Where he's like saying, "I drink your milkshake." Mm-hmm. I drink He's, it up. That, that's what they do. They I drink, drink your milkshake. milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> they drink a fucking milkshake. So, okay, so what do you propose like the left do in that instance, like not um, get involved in electoral politics? Just criticize them all the time. You okay. got to be constantly tearing them down. Like you, no, no quarter given, nothing. You do something we don't like, we're going to talk shit about you nonstop. Okay, it's but it's gotta be like that. And then we gotta be we gotta primary these people every primary. Mm-hmm. Sure. Every single primary. And, and no I don't want to hear the yeah. party unity, party unity my ass, right? Vote that's blue no the, matter who. That's what the Puma said. No, no, right? no. That, I, I say primary everybody all the time because um you should always have to um restate your case. Um but she's a dynamic, no young, forward thinking, bright, and young, honestly, promising young 
bright young don't defend woman. them against the conservatives don't defend yeah. them against the republicans let mm. the republicans hit them what they're do you doing mean? us a favor like they, when when the republicans attack these people they're doing us a favor mm. let them trash them let them show how they're bad if 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 hillary clinton is involved in some corruption thing let the republicans yeah. take her down that's right let them take her down they're doing us a favor they're cleaning our house for us because we're obviously too incapable to do it ourselves like, i want the corruption in the party gone and if the republicans are more corrupt that's that's on them but if they can point at our so the democrats are your party you're 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 expecting I'm their not, i i i they're not my party but until the democrats are not something other than the republican 2.0 uh -huh. nothing is going to change in this country and so, that's what they are so you they're see republicans there are republicans who like rainbow flags so that's you see it. the horizon as the democratic party is going to reform itself no i mean i see the horizon it's like stalin is going to wake up from the grave and he's going to lead the glorious revolution but but, but, but in the sense. meantime in the meantime, we have to deal with this crap, you know? I mean, and I would prefer it if it was Lenin, but I'll take Stalin. You know? I'm just wondering, like, there's a lot of animosity. So in Socialist Alternative, like, I was mixed up with them because they voted for Howie Hawkins and the Green Party. And then they went ahead and they organized a rally to stop Trump from stealing the election. Stealing the election. And in stealing my mind, it was, you don't believe in either one of these parties. So why are you concerned with the election being stolen? And if you don't believe in either one of these parties, um, why would the left be concerned about what's happening in the Democratic Party? Because deep down, they're just fucking liberal Democrats. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, no, like, I mean, like us, 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 us. No, but I mean, why should socialist alternatives give a shit about left. the election why would they being be stolen about? illegitimately I, I, in a fucking bourgeois republic, a capitalist republic? I why should they literally? There is no legitimacy not. if you're a Marxist. Why should they care? Well, because deep down, they're just liberal Democrats like AOC. Why, why do you care? Why do I care? Because yes. if you have all these people masquerading as socialists and they're basically just fucking Girl Scouts mm -hmm. selling Girl Scout cookies, you're fucked, right? That's like if, if if imagine you need a you need some EMS, yeah, and you got all these guys going around in EMS suits, and they're like, no, I'm just you know I'm going to a costume party, you know. You you can't. But, I mean, the real problem I think is that so we the, don't need a real left. I mean, the left is really what it is. Whatever the left, the le leftism is what the leftists do, and so you know, Ocasio Cortez or whoever I don't know, fucking Cory Booker, whoever counts as the left. Um, that's what leftism is. We need a workers' movement, right? And socialism. And what I'm saying and is, not the workers' them. movements of the past and the civil rights movements of the past had very little to do with the the parties. You know, it, Social Democratic Party of Germany, which still exists, was banned for the first it, twenty years easier. of its existence. I'm talking about in, in the United States, but go go ahead with the, the, this. Is this is why? Like, this is the counterintuitive thing to most people in this country it is easier to get progressive things done if you have a weak democratic party than if you have a strong one hmm. because right now the democratic party is literally the enabler of the system more mm -hmm. so than the republicans the republicans actually want to change things for the worse <laughs> but they actually want to change them right do they though the the, the status quo party is, is the actually the democratic party what do the republicans want to change 
They, 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 they want less regulation. Mm-hmm. They want to like, you know, more racism. They, they want, you know, they want, the Coke they want libertarians want a constitutional convention no, they, they and they're only to, a few they, they want governorships to away the, from it. They want to repeal the new deal. Yeah. They want no social security. Right. I mean, they want actual change. Big stuff. It's mm-hmm. bad change. It's bad change, but they want change. Mm-hmm. The thing is the Democrats, they are the status quo mm-hmm. and they will, and, and they're the ones who make anything changing or di- any kind of sort of so what diversion you're from the script is happening. in america we have a conservative party and we have an authoritarian party basically pretty much yeah yeah i mean you you have so, two you have two liberal free market parties one is an austrian economics party and you have another one that's an adam smith party that's it like the democrats are mm. adam smith and the republicans are von mises that's it that's what you yeah. got, you know? I mean, there's no, there's not even a Keynesian party. Right. You know, much right. less like a, a, a Marxist party. So, hmm. but the Democrats, in a weird way, even by giving up control, you know, all the time, I mean, they never want to win elections. What, that's, isn't right. that crazy? They, well, like, they never want to win elections. They want to, they'd rather be in the opposition party all the time. They want to win elections, but they don't want to actually, uh, no, no, they, they don't. don't. They, they, won't, don't. they don't want to actually use their power when they win elections. Individually, they want to win, but they rather, once they've won and secured their post, they'd rather be in the position where they can't do anything. They would rather resist. They can, they can resist is what you do to maintain the status quo. That's resistance, right? Like, for them. Timmy but has to go to the, the dentist and he's dragging his feet saying, no, 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 but, 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 I don't want to. That's what a Democrat wants. They want a big bully like Trump who looks like the bad guy so that they can get the tax breaks that he gives because personally it fucking benefits them. But publicly they'll say, oh, he's so bad. It's all his fault. We're good and he's bad. And then everything bad happens. They just blame him and they can lose, lose, lose all the way to the bank. That's what they want. They're fucking paid to lose because they're oligarchs. Which is why I was afraid that this Chauvin guy was going to get off. Because that's the status quo. Yeah. it's more useful to have the riots because that puts all the attention on the riots. Not and for Biden. That allow, well, it allows them to militarize the police even yeah, more. Yeah, that's what it, I was it, afraid it of. Was, it was useful for, um, for the riots to happen under Trump, for Democrats. But it's not useful for riots to continue over under Biden. Because if you're talking about maintaining the status quo, most people I talk to, their opposition about the riots is that they're chaotic and they're a disruption to their lives, right? Maybe it's just psychologically a disruption to their lives, but they hate the riots. And since Trump was already a chaotic figure, it was expected that Trump was going to allow the riots to continue because that's just what happens under Trump Wait, and under Republicans. We're doing something wrong. We're not supposed to call them riot. We're supposed to call them demonstrations where people show their freedoms or something. Whatever. Like, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was and once Biden got elected, um, these riots were expected to stop. He was bringing everything back to normal. Riots aren't normal. So but Trump is normal. No, what I'm That's saying the- is in, in, in the mind of an American, you know, American middle class, the people who vote primarily, <laughs> um, Trump isn't normal. Trump That's because these people are vulgar. deeply fucking self-deceived or something. I don't know, but so it, like um, seventy-five million people voted for that guy. 
What are those? Those aren't fucking. They Oscar are Meyer weenies. Those they are human beings. They are rubes. That's how they. That's how they feel about fake them. news. It's all fake news. It's not fake news. They're just rubes, and they're to be pitied at at, at best, and they're to be hated at worst. You know, um, and Biden is bringing everything back to normal. So if Chauvin gets um released, gets vindicated, or whatever you want to call it, um then there would be riots in the streets and this time it would be Biden's fault. And no, they would say it's Trump's fault somehow. They're still blaming Trump for random shit. Maybe. I don't think that comes into this guys. I think, I think the real concern there would be like, it would be another, how long, how long would it be that this is what we think about? I think like Joe Biden in his statement said, you know, basically white supremacy killed, killed uh, George Floyd. And it's like, no, uh, Joey, no, it didn't. Four fucking cops did that, two of whom were people of color. And it's not a racially, this isn't an evil boogeyman that killed him. It's a class society with armed guards who protect your wealth. I mean, you're more likely, you're more likely to get killed if you're black. I mean, that's just like, you know. But yeah, I mean, there, that's there, just true. But right, in this course, case, no that's why this this case is not a case where anybody in the civil rights community is happy. I mean, the conditions for this case, like usually people get into the streets because a cop shot somebody. Right. And the cops on their side have I have to make a split second decision in order to authorize deadly force. Right. Usually that's their excuse. But in the Chauvin case, Siobhan, whatever the fuck his name is, in his case, he he knelt on a man's neck and sat on his chest for nine minutes and 22 seconds. So you have ample time to de-escalate. And there really isn't that excuse of I had to make a split second decision to authorize deadly force. That's, yes. that's, that's point I, number one. Right? That's why I don't understand why it's not first degree murder. Because like... Yeah. After a minute, that shit's premeditated. Mm-hmm, right. Right. It was obviously. <laughs> like, like, it was after obviously one minute, first degree murder. That shit is premeditated. You're on his neck, dude. Like you've been on it for a minute. You need to get off it, or you're gonna kill the guy. So at that point, at that point, you're already choosing. You know, it's mm-hmm. premeditated. That is first degree murder. Yeah. I I don't. I mean, I have to look at the Minnesota or whatever. What was it? Where? Yeah, Minnesota like statutes and you know, but but really like the criminal code, but really. That's premeditated murder. After one minute of sitting, uh, of putting your knee right. on someone's neck, when he says, "I can't that's breathe," a choice. you know that's not that's not that's not in the heat. That's no, 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 no. You've been at this for a minute, for two minutes, for three minutes. You're killing the guy right. on purpose, thinking it. So that's, that's it. That, I mean, that's super clear. That's, that's point clear. number one. And the cops that are around him, that to me is also aiding and abetting because their job is to protect and serve and their job is supposed to assess the necessity for deadly force. So it was basically up to them as to what to do about Chauvin at that point. He is about to kill this guy. Our job is to protect everyone. Um, We need their job was to stop him on paper, on paper, on paper. You you could, you could definitely make a felony murder rule sort of case out of it. Right. I know. know. Felony murder. I don't know if they have it, in, but it, it's basically if you go out to do, commit a felony with someone else and one of the people in that process of committing the felony kills someone, then you are just as responsible for that killing as mm. the guy who did it. 
because you were, you know, you, you were in that process, you know, helping that uh -huh. felony happen. Right. So, so that's, the, that's the second basically. point. So this is, the, that's the, those are the first points, like the police involvement and the fact that it was over a prolonged period of time, make it a different case. And then number two, um, it wasn't prosecuted by um, like the uh, attorney in, in that community. Um, it was brought up to the state's attorney. So um, what's his name? Who was the prosecutor for the case? <clears throat> I can't remember. Um, something Ellis, I think. He's a he's a he was he's a congressman. Oh, oh, that Ellis. I think so. Wow. Um, but um. But the 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 DA. In, oh no! In, Sorry, I was thinking Keith Ellison. The Attorney General. Keith Ellison. Yes. Keith Ellison. Yeah. He. he yes. Yeah. Keith Ellison. He he left Congress to run for for Attorney General. Probably because he wants to be governor, because then he wants to run for president. I mean, that's, you know. But he can't because he's be... got that past. He's got that murky past with the Nation and of Islam. And fucking Muslim. Anti-Semitism charges. Hey, look, we had a guy whose name was Hussein. And, and you know. Yeah, good luck. Like, anything, anything Barack is possible. Barack Hussein Obama. Anything is possible. Like, all right. All right. All right. I'll concede. Anything is possible. Um, even 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 Mexican name. Captain America is possible. Everything look, is possible. Look, this guy's, <laughs> this guy's name is Keith. You know, it's Ellison. It's short. He's he's a key. It, 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 it's like, come on, dude. Like, all right, all right, all right. That's a, if you can elect all a guy right. whose name is Barack Hussein Obama, you can get a Keith Ellison. You can right. get a Keith in. Right. I mean, come on. Cool. All right. But uh, the point Mexican is, Mexican Captain America, not happening. Maybe, maybe. No, I don't know. This can't have too much of an ethnic name because we're going with names now. You know, we're not going with. Well, background. it matters. You know, it matters. You know, can you can you say it in English? Right. You can't. Well, you know, so you say it in American English. Fuck that shit. We don't speak that. We speak what American. We sp I talk American. We speak American here. So all right, guys, let's back. But it up um, a so it was brought up to to Keith Ellison rather than the normal attorney that would have been prosecuting the case. So you already have a different equation. You both have a different um prosecutor, a special prosecutor, and you have a special condition where the murder was prolonged and there was ample time to assess whether or not. Um, lethal force was required and obviously it wasn't so you already have a different case in that and you know the part that kind of makes it different in the community is that um this guy wasn't involved in any kind of violent act whatsoever um you know um he was kind of caught up you know giving a counterfeit bill to this store the guy calls because, according to his account, he would have been on the hook for that $20 bill, which doesn't mm -hmm. make any sense in the first place. Mm -hmm. um, how was his um, how, how was the owner of that store able to get away with that, putting the burden of a counterfeiter onto their employees? That's a problem. That's crazy. Um, so that dude's worried about having to pay this $20 bill. So he calls the police and then Chauvin, who has a history with um, uh, um uh with floyd with george floyd um murders him and we don't even know if how much that history came into um the murder it must have how much that influenced the reason why chauvin murdered george floyd so we have an absolutely unique case here right this isn't the typical 
you know, let's say racist cop kills black person. Well, that's not what Joe right? Biden's saying. Joe Biden is saying that white supremacy has its neck, its its knee on the neck of justice, and this is a this is a major victory because it wasn't a cop. Even it was white supremacy. I mean, I'm lo- I'm, I'm looking at that the statute. It, it's actually fucked up that that they did second degree because second degree it's like for unintentional murders. Mm-hmm. So it's saying causes the death of a human being without intent to affect the death of any person. Well, they just took like, him at his word when he said he didn't mean well, to. Yeah, I mean, while intentionally inflicting or attempting to inflict bodily harm upon the victim. So if you're if you kill someone but you didn't intend to kill them but you intended to like inflict you know harm on them, then that's second degree. But first degree is if there's intent. I mean, I'm sorry, your knee on someone's neck, that's intent. Like, that's intent. Right, but I'm pretty sure Keith Ellison discussed it with the police. Like, what can we get this dude on? Well, I mean, it was probably a negotiation, right? Because America's Mm -hmm. burning. Because what? America's burning. I mean, it was a negotiation because obviously the police work for the department of justice not the department of justice for the police right in any right. in any scheme the the top lawyer of a jurisdiction tells the cops what to do right. not the cops tell the top lawyer what to do right da's tell cops what to do cops don't tell da's what to do so the fact that they probably had this it's a negotiation is it shows you though i mean we're it's a conjecture but there must have been a negotiation about this and it shows you I'm that, sure. you know, boots on the ground are more powerful than, than, you know, than we would like to admit, right? That the cops operate at the intersection of legality and illegality and that they are basically a paramilitary force. The U.S. police, I mean, because what happened to Breonna Taylor was, was clearly second degree murder. At, at the very least, when they have a no-knock warrant, they go into the wrong house and they just, the dude comes out. Someone busts down your door. You have the right to own a firearm in the United States. So you pick up your firearm and the people who bust down your door, you don't know they're cops yet. They break down your door with a no knock warrant. They come in, see you with the gun and they light a light to start shooting and they don't even hit the target. That's how bad of a shot they are. They, they hit the woman who's sleeping. Right. And then because the prosecutor there didn't give a shit. Right. They get off. But that puts even more burden on the George Floyd case because, fuck, these people were rioting over these two cases and we just let one of them slide. Right. And if they had to let this one slide, they knew they knew Um, we all knew. Yeah. I mean, shit would have hit the fan. But 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 I mean, okay, so that's on the one hand, it's good that the shit didn't hit the fan and more people didn't get hurt. But on the other hand, it's like the question is. I mean, how long can the narrative go on? Because so I've got some numbers here I pulled up, and um, I want to talk about them briefly. So, according to some data by the Washington Post, six thousand two hundred twenty-two people have been killed by the police in the U.S. since the beginning of twenty fifteen. Um, three times more people have been killed in encounters with police uh, in just over six years than the U.S. soldiers who were killed in Afghanistan over the last two decades. Buddy. Breaking it down, uh, so the victims. Uh, so racially identifying the victims is how it looks. 2,885 are white. Uh, of those 6,222, uh, 1,499 are black. Jesus. 1,052 are Hispanic. 104 are Asian. 87 are Native American. And 47 are classified as other. Now, but 
it gets interesting. Um, what's the what's the economic breakdown? Do they offer that coming? Um, so now let's look at it pr- proportionally, pr- percentage wise. Forty six point four percent of the people killed are white. Um, 24% are black, 17% Hispanic, and 1.7% Asian, 1.4% Native American, 0.7% other, and 8.8% unidentified. That can't be pretty. Um, so now this is where this is where it comes in because some are overproportionately killed in relation to the proportion of the population there are, some are under. Now, um, this is how it breaks down. Americans, so African Americans killed by the police are overproportionately killed in relation to whites, Hispanics, and Asians who are killed at a rate which is lower than their proportion of the population. Um, Meanwhile, Native Americans are killed at a rate that is seven times higher than their rate Mm. of population. Mm. Um, Native, Native Americans. Well, I mean, you know, they're they're the other that must be exterminated, right? Even still, Jesus yeah. Christ. But then, but then the thing is that when so that when we frame this, then so let's say absolutely whites are killed the most, but they're underproportionately killed, which is a crazy sounding thing to say. But um, the natives are super overproportionately <laughs> killed, but they're not discussed. Um, for. Meanwhile, Asians and Latinos are um, underproportionately killed. Um, are Latinos though? Because it says seventeen percent. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, like that's seventeen percent so of those killed. Marginal, because they're only. Yeah, they can't it, be it, more Latino than. Latino is about eighteen percent of the population, mm-hmm. I think. Right? right to right. say that's an underrepresentation, it's so marginal. Well, it's, like, less, it's, it's it's less. I mean, it's um, yeah, whatever. It's but that, that that I mean that that's a function of of how many black people are getting killed. As soon as you have black people be killed proportionally, the whole thing just kind of like contracts. <laughs> God, it's so horrible. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's keep going. All right, so then the thing Isn't is... That, I mean, like, it's just like, you, you say these things with this rational baseball hat on, you know, it's like, here's my rationality cap. And then you're like, man, this is some horrible shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then, then, then comes the extra layer. Um, once the economic, socioeconomic background of where the victims were killed, typically, typically with areas of low median household income and high rates of poverty, is factored in. Uh, most of the disparity accounted for is accounted for by economic factors. Like I think it was that Matt Bruning article where he says, like, if you take off the top one percent, the income 10%. top ten percent, the um, the wealth income inequality gap, the racial income inequality gap vanishes and it's just basically you've got poor people and so i've been saying that shit for years it's like jeff bezos has more money than all the black people in the entire country put together mm. so of course mm. you know it's just like mm. we're, of course that's gonna tilt the whole thing like crazy <laughs> yeah. one guy's got more money than everyone and it's right. fucking nuts right. you know so th- by like, the way take, this take out we, take out you know can we just top? install like necromonger rules from chronicles of riddick so that we can keep what we kill so that we just have to kill the billionaires and then we can equally distribute the necromonger that that's a that's a fabulous word i mean but, but, so it's like if you take the top i mean it's it's the same thing with like uh probably is very similar with men and women too like because like how many women billionaires versus like men billionaires are there mm. eliminate the oprah the, yeah that, that's uh, it el- 
I mean, eliminate the well and the, the oh, heiress. Is she a billionaire? Oh, the, 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 yeah, the Walton, the, the Walton family, like heiress or whatever, yeah. right? There's two of um, them, I believe. So, so, but you eliminate all these. You know, you eliminate Jeff Bezos. You eliminate Elon Musk. You eliminate Warren Buffett. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Let's do Bill Gates. Larry first. Ellison, Mark Zuckerberg, Coke Sergey brothers, Brin, or Coke I mean, brother. Like you basically have a trillion dollars of, of wealth between like maybe twenty dudes. It's insane, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you eliminate those ten guys, and all of a sudden, yeah, the ruling class isn't that big. change, but but it's very useful because it's a, it's a way to drive a wedge. Because you say all these white people, man, they got a bunch of money. Right, you lump well, all the go. white people together, and, and then it's like on average, if you see if you see if you see the guy is white, you know he's got like five hundred thousand dollars in the bank. And it's like, no, man, he fucking doesn't. All right. Well, here yeah. we are. Let's 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 address this head on. So the idea then is that white supremacy. So Biden says white supremacy did this. And so, by the way, I'm getting this from WSWS.org, World Socialist website. Can, 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 can I interrupt for, what, for please, a second? Please. Um, I actually have like, uh, and this always gets me into trouble, but I have a huge problem with the patriarchy and white supremacy as sort of entities, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, where do I send them a letter? Like I want to complain about them. Where's the Better Business right. Bureau section of it? There there's, is no there's, such. There's no such thing. What there is is a bunch of fucking social practices that kind of put together create like well, a, a, a social reality. But if you, but if you attack the, you cannot attack the entity. It doesn't exist. It's like the war on go, terrorism. When you go to fight it, it doesn't exist. Now I can change the practices. Mm-hmm. Those are concrete. Those are actually happening. Mm-hmm. If I start changing the practices that create the patriarchy, all mm-hmm. of a sudden there is no patriarchy. Mm-hmm. But if I go to fight the patriarchy, mm-hmm. I will forever be fighting a ghost that has no address where to receive mail, right? Mm-hmm. But if I if I fight the actual individual practices that create white supremacy, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden it doesn't exist anymore. Because I mean, and this is very, again, German ideology like Marxist, right? Like there is, the, human nature is the ensemble of social relations, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's not, this thesis on Um It's not like there's this ghost that you can go fight called white supremacy. Mm-hmm. If you make it into a ghost, you will forever mm-hmm. be caught in a war that you cannot win. Mm-hmm. Like terrorism. That's the point. Terrorism doesn't exist. That's the point. I mean, that's what I was going to ask after I said that. Like, do you think that this is just a diversionary tactic? To to because if you're focusing on white supremacy, then you're not focusing on the fact that you have a ruling class using the police to kill poor people to protect their wealth. Um, which is another way to understand what happened with Chauvin and uh, in all of these cases. Like, wealthy people aren't being killed by the police. But you can fight the police. The police exist. That's they right. Have an address. <clears throat> that's they, right. They have an address. They have a physical mm-hmm. presence. They're an actual entity that has to answer to for shit in society. That's we right. You can fight the police. Right. But no, can't. no, 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 no. That's why it's white supremacy, right? That's we, why we it's white fight, supremacy. We can fight the capitalist class. They exist. They have homes. They have addresses. We know where they live, you know? But you can't fight white supremacy. Where the fuck is it? So white oh, supremacy discourse everywhere. is just a smoke screen. It, it, because it's, it's just a set of practices. I mean, it's a set of like a thousand practices that we engage in that are all fucked up that lead to like a bad reality. But and if we try to fight, yeah. You know, what's also right. funny to me when people say that, um, like, especially even more with the, the patriarchy idea than even white supremacy is like men need to stand up 
against, you know, uh, misogyny or white people need to stand up against white supremacy. Why, why, why the fuck would I have that expectation uh, as a black person that the people who enjoy the benefits, if, if this is logic, if we're talking about this logically and white supremacy is something that allows people to enjoy benefits of some kind over other people, mm-hmm. why would I expect the people who enjoy those benefits to do anything about it? To just spontaneously give them up and turn Why around. would I do that? Like, if I did believe that that was the case, the only reason I would believe that they would give up those privileges is if they don't have them, is if those privileges are an illusion. Then my job becomes to say, guess what? This uh, white supremacy shit, um, as people, how people explain it, like you said, Marco, that the way to fight it is concrete. Here are the steps you're going to have to take. Um, billions of d- dollars in, or mil- trillions of dollars in the hands of a few. That's perpetuating this shit. Over militarized police. That's perpetuating this shit. Like um, a guy this weekend asked me or this week. This is the weekend. This week asked me um, why I have a problem with the police. Um, and I explained to him. I have a problem. I asked him, you know, why do you pretty much like the police? And everything he always says is that they protect him from violent crime, you know? And okay, let's say they do, right? Let's say they do. Guess what? Violent crime is only about 10% of what the police deal with. The rest is mundane shit. And what we have seen is that police if you believe it, you want them to protect you from violent crime. They're good at shooting people up. They're ju- good at busting heads. They're good at fucking people up in general. That's what they're good at. Let them deal with violent crime and not touch anything else. Because when they do, they treat it like it's a violent crime and it goes fucking wrong. They do their job bad and I'm jealous because when I fuck up at my job, I get fired. I don't get to keep my livelihood. When they get fuck up at their- union. There you, there you go. <laughs> That's a strong argument for labor rights. I don't have a union with guns. Let's add that to it, too. Um, I, don't, oh, man. I don't get to uh, threaten the daughter of the New York City mayor and, uh, you know, get my uh, overtime back. What's this? Um, they basically, um, uh, Mayor de Blasio in New York, uh, the police union released something about his daughter's arrest back in the day. I think she was at a protest or some shit. And they basically just like put that back up in a social media post. Mm. And then you saw de Blasio kind of soften, soften on defund the police. Mm. Uh-huh. So if we don't think that the police are thugs that need to be dealt with, or or even not that they're thugs, that they're overburdened and they're bad at their job because they have too many jobs and we need what to limit their, their scope. What is their job? Not huh, normative. Right. Not the normative ideal. Yeah. What is the des- right now, descriptive matter factual fucking job? Their they- job is to um, stop great, domestic violence, are, to stop vagrancy, fucking, no, uh, drug addiction. Their job. They beat the shit out of the working class to make sure the rich people are safe. They're great at it. Rich people have hmm. no fear. You can own a, have a billion dollars and you can walk down the street in the United States with no fear. It's not like in other countries. I don't even think that's they, a function of the police. I don't even think the police do that. I think what does that isn't because it's not like you see poor people going into rich neighborhoods and robbing rich people. They rob other poor people. Yeah, they do. Sure they do. I've lost my phone that way. How? 
you in one part of the city where people know that you got a bunch of uh, rich kids. They look at me. They think I'm one of them. Just so happens that I did have an iPhone, get a gun on the back of my head, and then my phone's gone. Okay, did the police protect you from that? What? Did the police protect you from that? No, but the point is you have people leaving one community going into another. I was just presenting you with a counterexample. Okay. The the crazy thing is, is that the U.S., of all the industrialized countries, has the most violent crime by Mm. like an insane margin, but like at a crazy margin. And... It has by far the largest police force. It's so I mean, mysterious. Like, 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 I mean, the police here is like, uh, it could be, was it like the third largest army in the planet? If it were like, hmm. if you were like, you know, mm-hmm. like only the US army and only like the Chinese military come before the US, you know, military, like the US, US police. police force. The U.S. internal police force, right? It's like it's like MI6 and MI7. You know, we have an internal and external army. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, <laughs> the police's internal army. <laughs> They're here to make sure that we behave. Um, so, so obviously, that's not what they're there for. Or they're the most inefficient thing in the planet, mm-hmm. like the U.S. Mm-hmm. healthcare system, which mm-hmm. is also the most inefficient in the planet. If the aim is to heal people, but if the aim is just to 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 bill, make money, to bill someone and make money, it's pretty damn good. That's oh, the best one. It makes so much money for so few people. Yes, it's awesome. That that I believe the police union is a racket, but um, I don't think they necessarily do any part of their job well because most of the shit is after after the fact of the matter. So, like the uh, example of you getting the gun put to the back of your head for your cell phone, um, cops weren't there to stop that. The right. carjacking, the cops aren't there to stop that. But that's right? shit that Patrol applies to poor people. Of course they're not good at that because they're not their job isn't to protect poor people. No, no. Their job I is mean, to protect rich people. Even and so, rich people, what that happens to. What happens No, because they're there with their guns. I mean, but most of what keeps you can't rich rob people a bank. safe is that there is a separation in the area you live in. But have you driven through a rich neighborhood with a normal car? They'll pull you over like ninety nine percent of the time. Like, I'm not talking like a beat up car. Just like drive through Rancho Santa Fe with a Honda Accord. Mm. You'll get pulled over. And and Chicago's a strange place. We don't really have like. Super you got to go out areas. of the city a little bit for them. I mean, I, I, Rancho Santa Fe, like on a Friday night, every car is like an expensive car with a really drunk old person in it. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen them to pull anyone over for drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. Now, go to like freaking Compton. And they'll do like checks for sobriety like every fucking weekend, mm. you know? Like, what is that about? It's about they don't want to catch like a judge drunk, you know? Mm-hmm. They don't want to catch. What do they like, do? Well, like, yeah, what do they what do? do? What, I mean, they, you can't do anything about it. Well, they have do? to you let gotta, him off the hook, but then mm-hmm. they might gotta, get in trouble. You're gonna put the the senior partner of the largest firm in San Diego in jail for drinking and driving? No, you're gonna lose your freaking pension, you know? Right, right. But but if you put like. 10, you know, poor people in, in, in from whatever neighborhood, from Chula Vista or whatever, or, you know, in jail. Right. Then. You then, get the stats and no accountability. You get the stats and, and, and then you'll get hired to be a consultant for a, for a prison <laughs> company after the fact because you fed them a thousand people who right. the government pays $50,000 right. a year to keep in jail. Right. You know I mean? One cop can make a big difference in the bottom line of yes. one of these companies. Yes. You put a thousand people in jail for stupid crap, 
and you just generated like what's the, like 50 million dollars for the prison industrial complex so we should like, be talking about um uh rich supremacy i don't know i mean because i feel talking like about the revolution because I feel like uh, I, don't I mean think we're ready the, for the revolution. The institution has selected that the narrative with which we will understand what is going on is white supremacy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, and it's like either you pick that or you pick what's going on is about wait, wait, economy wait. and class. I thought I thought the problem was that we had gender assignment at birth and bathrooms that were not. It's all those things. Don't don't let your head explode, buddy. It's it's like I thought that was I thought that's what was destroying (laughs) society was that we were not believing, you know, X or Y article of Well, it's all individual at this point. Epistemic justice. I, I think the real problem in American society is no one looks at anything. No one is a part of a community. We don't believe ourselves to be parts of communities. We're just individuals who exist in with America, we're individuals who exist with American values, and no one knows but what the it, fuck those American values are. They're, they're, I mean, that, that's what gets to me. That's like this idea that we're individuals when we so clearly are communal animals. The fact that we're speaking a mutually intelligible language is a fucking, you know, it's a proof, an immediate proof of that, right? Like, I right. didn't invent the shit I'm saying. I literally, like, someone uploaded the English software into my brain, and now yeah, I but the can words you choose are yours. You, I mean, choose extent, you choose a combination. You choose to some extent. I mean, like if I had read different books, I would think different shit, right? Maybe. But I want to go back. So you were saying before, Marco, like, where do I send a letter to white supremacy? Like, the point is that there is no object. I think in the the, the obfuscation role, but in this case, you know, we're saying there's no community, just individualism with American values. I mean that that seems to be the point. If you want to if you want to confront white supremacy. You have to turn inward and address yourself to your soul. No, no, no. You yeah, never yeah, turn yeah. inward. Because it starts at home, right? You, you Be the change the you want to see in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What it means is you have to go to a bias training and you have to eradicate your own prejudices. Yeah, but and after the bias training. You don't why, mess with why, other people. Why is it that everything with this guy it's Christian. ends up it's Christian. in some kind of management training seminar. <laughs> it's the fucking world, man. I'm just saying. <laughs> the like, priests. No, for the most part, it's it's basically maintaining a certain cognitive dissonance where you maintain the idea that you're a good person because you have the, you can call out the bad people and every type of American does it. If you're a Christian, you call out the heathens. If you're... I mean, but you can only child, do that if you're pure. What kind of like arrested development, childish shit is this that you need to feel you're a good person? Who fucking cares? It's the psychological you're needs a good of good person. You don't need to be a good person. You can't be a good you just person. You need to not fuck people over. It's like this need to feel that you're good. Like you don't need to feel that you're good. You just need to do the well, shit. Not you need everybody to do. needs to feel that. That's a certain segment of people. You guys think I'm obsessed with it, the PMC, so but that's childish. what it is. It's like, it's like I it's think like everyone want, feels that. No, it's like they want. No. It's like they never. It's like they never outgrew the need for their dad to tell them, "Good job." Yes, Good it's cookie seeking. I don't think this is a PMC because where I first encountered it is in the church. Man, I always say this. Like, I, I, I don't think it's PMC. I think mm-mm. PMC is just a subset of the shit, right? right? But I, I think we're in agreement about that, and I think Daniel is just manual laborers some, are not looking mani- for approval some from their father. Somewhere, some manager shit. somewhere heard him. Manual laborers aren't looking for the approval of their father. Why do you have people who are coal miners and proud of it? Because they have a history of being coal miners. 
I've met dudes like that. Yeah, they look for the approval of their fathers. Everyone does. Well, maybe like literally their father, but it's not sublimated into this bizarre thing where they have to believe that they're a good person. <clears throat> they are patriots are the same way. Patriots but have to believe I, I, they're I don't good think that's people. the same thing, though. A patriot isn't part of, part of that is, is, is this arrested development that we live in this society, right? I mean, there's a reason why an infantry is an infantry. It's literally composed of infants. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, he's got a point. He's got a point. What? <laughs> so, so, so in infantry, it's literally made up of infants. Li- infantry. Not literally. Not literally. They're not like. They're infants. Their super ego or their infantile has been, take, has been taken away from them has been taken away from them, and the military's point of view about reality has been implanted mm-hmm. in their brain. They do whatever the military tells them because that's what's right and wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't question, and you just fucking do it. And we have a whole society where people are unwilling to emancipate themselves. From mental slavery? And ma- I was thinking more of Kant. Kant and, you yeah. know, what I was, is I was thinking Bob Marley. Yeah. Music is always is self-emancipation um, from but, self-incurred. Um, uh, but, but I mean, but it? it is a mental slavery if you want to get all Bob Marley about it. Uh, I mean, it, and, and you have a whole society of people who are unwilling to think for themselves, who are unwilling to let go of this shit, who want to be told that they're go- doing a good job. Good like, boy. good job, Brownie. Good boy. You know, and, and the Brownie did a good job, you know, like, and it, it's, it's the you guys remember that right? Not sure. Mm-mm. Refresh my memory. Uh, George Bush about uh, Katrina. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like the way that you, like Obama, killed every bit of hope inside of you. George Bush did that for me. How, but you never believed in Bush, did you? Did you vote for him? No, I, I believed in the war in Afghanistan. Uh oh. You serious? I was fucking fifteen. That's a huge oh, well, difference. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's I, a... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a, I was a quasi adult at that point. Or not so even fifteen. I was thirteen in two thousand one. No, see, here's here's my experience of the war, and I shit you not. I was uh, getting dropped off in grad school. Like my 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 girlfriend at the time was dropping me off. It was um, August. Classes were beginning. And the George Bush's approval rating was the lowest of any sitting mm-hmm. president at that point in time. The economy was kind of going to the shitter. Mm-hmm. And I turn around before I get out of the car and I go, I'm really concerned that we're going to get into a war soon because it's mm-hmm. the only way that he's going to win re-election. Mm-hmm. A month later, the September 11th happened. So I, I, I've been... Unable all these years to not think that there was like, and not the inside job narrative, but that definitely there was some bullshit that went down with like knowing that something like that was being planned and not really caring because it was useful to get into a war. Right. My disillusionment wasn't with George Bush. It was with um, the American people because me too. um, I never had American people allowed us to get into this war and when we went into Iraq and we all knew like every step was taken to find the weapons of mass destruction and they weren't found. So I really did believe that the protests, you know, it was like, oh man, uh, my parents, you know, protested, my grandparents and the civil rights movement protests work, you know? So we're going to protest this war <laughs> and they're going to listen oh, to shit. us. Yeah. Right. And you know, this war doesn't make sense. And once they hear us, they're going to realize that the war doesn't make sense. And this dude has an 80% approval rating. Well, on the bright side, you're only 13. So. I was 15 by this time, 15. by the Iraq war. 
And so, I was just like, oh, shit. They figured out. And, and I remember when we were protesting that on the news, they said that the protest got violent. And I was there. They were corralling people. This is how I knew not to let this happen at the George Floyd protest. They were corralling people and encircling them, pulling people out and beating the shit out of them. Those were the that, that was the violence. So it was just like they won't just lie to get us into a war. They'll even lie about the people who are doing the right thing and protesting the war. So you're, you're, you're damned on all ends if you're trying to do the right thing. So the lesson that was taught to me jumping into activism at a young age was this shit doesn't work and you're just screwed on either end. Culturally, people are going to hate you now because you tried to do the right thing and you're going to be in prison for doing the right thing. And no one is going to give you any accolades for that. So you got to you, if you, if you want to be an activist, I mean, this is the revelation later on in life when I jump back into it. You just got to reconcile yourself to being hated. And I, I think a lot of the activists right now, they want to be loved, but they don't realize that nobody likes you and nobody ever will. See, this is why there's never going to be a Hispanic Captain America. I never <laughs> had any illusions about the American people. Mm. I was always the receiving end of that mm. sphere of the empire. Always. Mm. My whole life. So... So I can't, I never had the illusion that we were going, we mm -hmm. were going to, I, I did quote air quotes, um, we were going to Afghanistan or Iraq for any good reason. Mm -hmm. We never do anything for a That's good right. reason. The last good quote unquote war was Second World War. Mm -hmm. And that's a war of stolen valor by the US because the Soviets won that mm -hmm. fucking war, not the US. Mm -hmm. And everyone gets brainwashed into thinking that the US was like, Oh, we must go stop this this terrible, terrible tyranny in the Nazi army that we armed and we gave gasoline to. You know what's funny yeah. about that? I had another argument with some people at work where I was telling them that we didn't drop the nuke. Like Japan didn't leave the war because we dropped the nuke on them. They so had already left. They they were first of all they were in negotiations to leave, and what they were holding out for was whether or not Russia was going to back a uh, unconditional surrender with the United States of Japan, or if they were going to allow Japan to have some conditions and, you know, not really side with them, but, you know, kind of go against the United States. But then the United States and Russia, um, well, the United States sends a letter to Japan asking for an unconditional surrender without Russia being signed onto it. And then after that, Russia... Stalin is like, I want to be in on the kill. So Stalin um, initiates war with Japan. That's when Japan surrenders. When they're like, fuck, mm -hmm. Russia's coming. Mm -hmm. we, we better surrender. And the America decided to go with the convoluted reasoning of you are going to have a conditional surrender under our conditions. So it is an unconditional surrender, but... We're deciding that it's that it that you get to keep your emperor, so we're giving you that condition. Well, we left that in place so that it could keep the authoritarian but, fascist structure like we like. I mean, yeah, that, like the, the, the real, Shah in Iran or whatever. Yeah, but the the yeah, problem the, the was that the fear, populace didn't want that. The real fear is is that the those, the Russian tanks were going to get to mm -hmm. Japan before the American boats, mm -hmm. and the Americans were freaking out because then that would mean that China, Japan. We're going to be communist countries. Mm -hmm. And they were freaking out mm -hmm. about that. And so they literally killed 
like half a million people in cold blood just to make sure that the Russians didn't get to Japan. Not first. to mention all the generations that got leukemia and shit like that. Yeah, we're talking about like, a, I mean, it's a, it's it's it is a war crime in in the proportions of Nazi war crimes. And it wasn't for the greater good. And let's not in the least. <clears throat> I want to be, let's back up a second because this, Daddy's, what you said reminds me of a conversation we had yesterday on the phone. Um, you were saying suddenly, as a teenager, you were somehow disappointed with America when you realized that, like, you know, the protests didn't do anything. In fact, you know, Blair and Bush pointed at them and said, that's why we're going to war. And it, there was no evidence. And it's like, there were no weapons and it was all bullshit. And, you know, that's also when I sort of started to think, um, yeah, I mean, this is an evil, evil empire, just an asshole factory, which gives birth to and consumes its own children in the course of destroying other people. And and that's why I said the other day, I think, you know, it's it's an evil system in which a person can't really be a good person and evil is banal. You know, it's it's just if because at that time, I'll give you an example. I already sorry I'm repeating myself, Thaddeus, but mm-hmm. at that time I thought people pay taxes to the government and that money is spent as revenue by the government. So like People are all just sort of absentmindedly paying their taxes, which is paying for bombs, which are being dropped on Baghdad and killing um, Iraqi children and so forth. I mean, I was a teenager. I didn't really realize how federal spending works. But I thought, okay, you're all just, you're all just complicit in this. Um, whether you consider yourself a patriot or not, you're all facilitating this terrible thing. And um, yeah, maybe you're a good person and the system's hard on you too because it's not made for you. It's made for rich people. But let's face it. This is an this is an evil machine. Um, daddies didn't want to. Daddies didn't want to go with that. No, what I'm saying is that you're not. I don't believe. Lord, he agreed a bit though, didn't you? I don't believe that good. I don't believe you can be good, and I don't believe you can be evil. I believe you can do good, and you can do evil. And for the most part of your day, you don't really exist in those in those paradigms. You just you just exist. Most of the time, you're just existing. Yeah, the but when you're just you existing, and you something evil, else is happening. Right? So just like how I think about it is like when you're thinking about like the solar system and the solar system being violent. Most of the time, it's just normal. Most of the time, it's just space. You, don't, you can't do shit about an asteroid destroying the planet. An asteroid's going to do what an asteroid's going to do. But it still has a bad outcome. Bad things happen in the solar system. So you're a part of this system and bad shit happens. But most of the part, you have no agency in either... The bad things or the good things that happen. Most of the time, you just exist to the to the best of your capacity, right? And it may be an evil system that you exist in, just like the solar system may be violent and chaotic. Um, but I don't give people the credit of saying they're a good person. You can do good. And if you want to do good, go out and do good. You're not a good person because you walk the lady across the street. But what more does it mean to be quota. a good person than to do good things? What do you mean? I mean, you're setting the bar unrealistically high when you say people can't be good. There's good is as good does, you know. And no, so no, no, no. I'm saying that you cannot perpetually be good. Yeah, I understand. It's you like a metaphysical good. thought. Like, good is not the property, an ontological property of a subject. Right. It's a property of an action. Okay, fine. So when I say be good or be evil. Just assume that I mean the same thing. I'm saying, let's say, okay, in my high school example, they're paying taxes. They're paying taxes just given to the government in order to buy bombs, which are then dropped on Iraq or Baghdad or whatever. 
Um, so, okay, so they aren't bad, they're doing bad things. Whatever, I'm not interested in that distinction. I'm just saying that if you're part of that system, you do things and you don't intend the bad consequences, but you're an instrumental, you're, you're an effective part of that uh, machine and the bad outcome. And um, well, it's- I mean, that gets you into philosophy of action issues, right? Like, what does it mean to do something together versus to do something individually, right? Like two guys could play basketball or they could be shooting hoops separately. Right. Mm -hmm. So at some point there's some sort of process by which they're engaging and playing basketball together versus like one guy is on one side of the court throwing, you know, Mm -hmm. a basketball and then they just kind of not playing. Right. So at some point we're doing something together in society. Mm -hmm. And at some point we're not doing something together as a society. Right. So it just sort of gets, it gets complicated, but it's, it's, massively shared action right like mm-hmm. uh so what does it mean to say that society is a shared activity mm-hmm. and how do how are we together doing that versus like how are we just acting independently and and it's not so clear when it's society it's clear when it's like cooking dinner together right that's easy to say are we cooking dinner together whether you're over there chopping tomatoes and i'm over there boiling pasta but we're actually doing it together because there's an end result that we're aiming at together mm-hmm. to kind of get that pasta done and whatever and put the tomatoes on it. So we're dividing the task, but we're still acting together. Mm-hmm. Whereas how, what does it mean to say that we're acting together to have a particular society, right? That's kind of more complicated, a much mm-hmm. more complicated question, but to some extent we're doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like absolutely. We're all, we're all kind of participating. I mean, and that's part of the reason where all these concepts of alienation from our work and things like that are so important because I'm fully alienated from my job. Like I don't enjoy doing it, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to do it, but insofar as I do it, I am in some sense participating in that process mm-hmm. of that office, you know, and in that, and in society. So, so that's, you know, again, like insofar as we maintain our, our, our position in society, we participate we are participating in the practices that bring about patriarchy. We are pra- participating in the practices that bring about white supremacy. What about the bombing of Baghdad? Well, it's kind of like this. Just because you participate in the processes that produce capitalism doesn't make you a capitalist. No, it doesn't make you a capitalist, but it makes you a part of it. And it, the question is whether you're culpable. But, but philosophy of action is not ethics, right? Sure. They're related, but they're not the same sure. thing. You sure. can participate in something against your will, and then your ethical component is very different from someone who participates because they want that end, right? Sometimes, I mean, if someone puts a gun to your head and says, you need to do this, or I'm going to shoot you in the head, you know, legally mm-hmm. and ethically, you have a very different sort of responsibility or or blameworthiness than if you did it without someone putting a gun in your head because you wanted to do it, right? But like if ha- someone puts a gun mm-hmm. to my head and says, you have to punch mm-hmm. this person in the face or I'm going to kill you, mm-hmm. I'll punch them in the face, mm-hmm. right? I will try to minimize the damage. But that's not the same as if I'm walking down the street and I just punch them in the face. But these right? examples can't track capitalist society because like what, you know. Of course they can. I participate no. in it even though I'm against it. Well, no, I, I, all I mean by that is that the example you gave of playing basketball or cooking dinner, you said these are group actions that it's not just two individual actions. It's one group action because they have a shared outcome and there's sort of purposive behavior guiding the behavior of the individuals. But 
what the, the hallmark it seems to me of capitalist society is that it's a group activity uh which emerges out of the interaction of those individual actions but is no part of the intention of the agents so like adam smith says you know it's it, this this invisible hand which guides them despite their intentions to do yeah, I, I i don't buy the invisible hand. well Ad, uh, ferguson also says it's a product of human action but not of human design Marx, that's not true though there's a capitalist class that has certain goals in mind which is to increase capital i'm what, just saying that there's a complex emergent order which is not the intention of when we behave, as we behave yeah, in see, capitalism. You, you, you're, you're, I think you're making a mistake there. MCM Prime is not yeah, the yeah, but intention. You're, make, you're, make, you, you're making a mistake because you're, you, you, it's like you're saying that the fact that there is a logical structure to this particular mode of production means that we're not intending it, right? But no, once we're in it, yes, it's going to follow the set of rules that it has to have, right? It's like, it's sure. like, I'm not because there's a, it, be, because the laws of, of capitalism really are kind of like laws of nature because once you're engaging in capitalism those are outcomes that are going to happen that doesn't mean that the participants in capitalism are not bringing it about through intentional action sure the point in, is just that the outcome is not their intention that's the well, point the, the outcome is their intention no it's not there's profit seeking behavior but, the but cap- that's that's capitalism, profit-seeking behavior. Understood I mean, in an know. individual way. But now let's shift it to the example of bombing Baghdad. That wasn't the intention of all the participants in that social activity. All the Americans who dutifully pay their taxes, who abide by laws, who do all the good stuff. And hell, why not the bad ones? Because if you don't have lawbreakers, you don't have a justice system. And so every American is a well, well-oiled, fine-tuned piece in this giant... Machine See, works, you, which is obliterating a, a massive part of the world, and no one intends a, for that to happen. There's a mis- no. That's not true. That is not true. There no, I'm not, mis- okay. Okay, there are some let, people, let me, let, but most but, people but that, don't. That, let me let me finish. Let me finish. There is a reason why that's true, and there's a reason why what you're saying is appealing, but it's not real because the majority of participants in capitalism are participating in capitalism on the threat of death. So those people are not free. Their actions are not free. Fine, I only, never said they're free. The only, the only free, but only, you can only count the activities of the people who are free within the system as activities as activities that actually direct what the system is doing. Like a slave plantation was very much an activity that was done by some people on purpose with a goal in mind. But none of the slaves wanted that goal. They were just fucking forced to do it. Right. And, and and so that's capitalism. It's it's a it's a massive transnational global slave plantation where only the slave owners have freedom. Everyone else is under duress and everything sure. that the system does is on purpose. But you cannot say you but you're trying to ascribe purpose to the people who have no volition. Like me, I'm a worker. If I don't no, work, not, I die. I'm not trying to ascribe no volition. purpose to people you know who with no volition. volition? I'm Elon saying, Musk. I'm saying Elon it, Musk has volition. Sure. If he want he wanted to to get lithium out of Bolivia and he got a fake shit happen in Bolivia mm-hmm. so he could get to Bolivia's lithium uh uh resources. What it I'm saying is that the out. aggregate effect of collective behavior does not correspond to the the majority of people's intentions. Sometimes it's an unforeseen outcome. Sometimes it's a foreseen outcome of a minority of people, the leadership, well, it, but it doesn't really matter if you're free or not. 
This doesn't well, really you matter know. because you participate in it. Because we would, without batting an eyelash, say bullshit when Eichmann says, I was just doing my duty. But what would have happened well, I mean, if he would have declined his duty? He would have been shot, obviously. Obviously. Well, but, but, but and now, now someone says, I, you know, I'm just a guard. I'm just a, you know, I'm just a cop. I'm just doing my job. Well, uh, a good uh, anarcho woke scold would say, you know, fuck you, you piece of shit. You should know better. Um, and so in, in this case, I'm just yeah, saying like a person who doesn't intend for a person who doesn't intend for the invasion of Iraq, who doesn't think about politics, but is a part of an America of the empire, um, that's doing that. The question is like, can, can that be evil? Well, it, it, it see, this is, we're not free. We're not free. But we're that doesn't not. matter. Because then of I could ask it, you, of course it, it, can of you course be evil without being free? This, no, no, no. The space of ethics is a space of freedom. Without freedom, there's no ethics. Like, I mean, that's Tell just, that to Spinoza. We can get into that, but that's going to be a, a four-hour conversation. But, I had this four-hour conversation. Okay, but, but he, he, here's the thing. Daddy thinks thing. that there's no, no, no. There's, no, uh, there's no evil without activity and intention, without intentional but, uh, activity. But, but here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. What about Christianity? If you have an an intentional activity, does not mean that you will get the outcome that you want. It's that you engage in the activity with the intent of engaging in the activity. It's mm-hmm. like playing basketball. The Lakers don't intend for the Celtics to win. Mm-hmm. You know, they intend for the Lakers to win. But you need both the Lakers and the Celtics to play for either one of them to win. Yeah, of course. So, so that's the collective outcome, which does not correspond with the ends of the particular agents. So, 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 but so it, it doesn't really matter that, you know, there's outcomes that we then foresee. What matters is that we're engaging in the activity with a particular set of outcomes in mind. Sure, it does know? matter because the problem no, case, no, no, no. the it's problem is you can't disengage it. from the activity. People don't intend for bomb, Baghdad to be bombed, and yet it's bombed and they are part of that system. But they can't George, disengage George from that Bush system. That's fine. Back, they can't engage. No, 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 I completely George, recognize that. That's not Henry, a. Henry Kissinger, Henry Kissinger intended for Cambodians to die. George Bush intended for Baghdad to be bombed. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, MacArthur intended for Japan to be annihilated. He intended I mean, for China to be nuked. So, so, so I mean, just it, didn't happen. It, it's it's simple. I mean, we're in a class society with hierarchy, and the people at the bottom don't have any choice. They just have to do what they're told, or they get killed. That's fine. Can so, you be so evil without having a choice? I don't think so. No, you're not evil. You're just forced. Wow, that's like excuses. Average, you're average, making excuses. No, it's not, it's excuses. not excuses. That's just reality. I mean, it's just reality. So like, Eichmann, you, so Eichmann, you, Eichmann. You can't, you can't get over your puritanical upbringing at all. You know, like you just, just think this Christian thing where like you can be evil if you do things that, you know, it's like, no, dude, you, you just, sometimes you get a shit sandwich and you got to deal with it. No, no. But, the example I gave like, to Thaddeus you really was. Think, you really think that every single German in Nazi Germany was evil? Like 80 million, whatever. Well, okay. Let me use Thaddeus' no, distinction. they were not all evil. Let me I use mean, Thaddeus' distinction. They, they did evil. Well, yeah, but there's a difference between like being evil. Yeah, I'm not going to do and, that and, metaphysical. I'm not going to do that. So it's well, the I mean, same thing then to we're me. All, then, then we're all evil. Being is I an say. activity. Being is then an activity. So there is no distinction. The story. Like we're all evil. Right? We all, yeah. Like, now we got two That's more right. Hours. We're in global capitalism. And now the, the, the that, liberal that, anarcho woke schooled wants to believe that they're not a part of the system. They're not evil. <sighs> and so they purify their soul. With these no, little practices, the, like fucking cognitive bias training, that you're or doing are literally the other side of the coin of their actions. Because a, a true Marxist would be like, those are completely irrelevant distinctions. 
We're in the system. We need to act in it, and we need to look for ways to take over it. Before you started, don't, you don't said engage. the categorical imperative is the only thing that still makes sense to you. And I think you can be a Kantian without having Christian baggage, and you can say all lives are equally human. None is more valuable than the other. I qua human. We are all just humans. And I think that that can get you this without any kind of weirdo um, moral baggage about evil. You just the point is just simply that. You know, evil is a property of actions that people do. You don't need God in order to have evil. It's just I have I have a very idiosyncratic way of looking at the categorical imperative, right? I don't look at it the same way that like Kant does for a bunch of different reasons. Because I think, for example, you are justified in telling a lie in the you know in many situations, right? Well, evil is banal, so just tell the lie. Maybe it's evil. Who cares? Well, but then you know. Then there's no usefulness in the word evil. But it doesn't matter if it's useful. Daddy, it you are a cutthroat what's pragmatist. It, what's, it for? what's it for? It's, it's I am not, a cutthroat it, pragmatist because I live in the world. I live in the world. I don't live in my head. I don't live in my head. Then what the fuck is it useful to call everyone evil for if I can't use it? It, it doesn't. All you're going to do is alienate people for something that they have no choice in. Right. Like, I mean, that, that it just doesn't. It, I mean, I'm alienated from my labor. Does that that literally means that what I'm doing is not what, what I want to do? What use is it to say you're alienated from your labor? What use is it to say MCM prime? What use is it, it to say water nah, is the, hydrogen and the doing, oxygen now molecules? Just, now you're just doing like forensics debate rhetoric. Like, no, I'm just it, saying. It I'm just saying that you, you, actually, you can't just gun down. You can't just gun down your opposition by saying there's not a clear use. Because you're you choosing to engage in weird normative language instead of descriptive language, which MCM, for example, is descriptive language of a situation that's happening. How am I right? how am I engaging in normative? Because language? You're, you're saying evil, good, and like dividing. Well, in the, the world. Kantian sense, evil is just when you prioritize the particular over all of the other members of the human, all of the other members of the class of humans. You say me first because I'm me. That's evil. No. But see, that's not what that's I think. Not there's a better word is, for that. That's just called that's, selfishness. Yeah, no, but selfishness is not, evil. That's not what most people are doing. I don't I care. Mean, you have right. you have an obligation to survive too. You have an like you are an end too. Mm -hmm. you, you, you you don't need to sacrifice yourself for all the other ends. You know, like you need to also take yourself sure, into sure. account. So, so so I mean so. So if you have a gun to your head, which is capitalism, it's literally like you will die of starvation and not have a home. Right. If you don't produce, right. you know, surplus right. value for the capitalist class, right. then you have to engage in that. Of course. I mean, of course. Shit that, I'm not denying that. So the shit that I, I choose not to do that I could do to make more money, I'm sure that if I became a, a, a professional killer, I could make more money than I'm making now. Probably not. You'd probably you probably know? get caught. You're, you're too late for the game. That's that's a skill you got to acquire over some years. Nah, man. Nah. <laughs> but I'm not I'm not denying I'm not denying what you just said. I'm not denying that they don't have a choice. But here's my thing about like the whole doesn't mean that it's good. Not not choices is very important because if you're saying that prioritizing the self over the other makes you evil, then you're explaining all not the like self over the other, the particular over all others. The particular over all others. You're 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 talking about every biological relationship because every yeah. eukaryote eats another mm -hmm. eukaryote in order to survive. Correct. And Nature is evil. All oh, then uh, okay. <laughs> then, that's that, that's, that's what's so unique older, about humans. This is an older problem than I mean we're capable of just, dealing with. Now, now you're just like a Jane, you know, practitioner who like walks with a mask on his face because he's afraid of killing. No, I'm not. And, no, I'm no, not. No, I mean, like literally. Like, I'm saying it's, it's trivial. Like you, to, you can't live without 
without like the guy who was afraid of rolling over in his sleep, he would crush a universe or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. what are you? This is. Not, but I'm not. But I'm um, not um, saying don't roll over. I'm saying it's baked into this arrangement that we have that um, that um, that you know people who people just normal people who just do normal stuff are a part of a self-reproducing system which destroys other people elsewhere. And it just seems like that's a fact about the world that we need to bear in mind, especially when you when we ask what we're going to do politically. Because you get these people out there who say, like, look, if you only purify your soul with respect to prejudices X, Y, Z, then you'll be a good person. You'll be above everyone else. And it's like, uh, no, that doesn't seem possible, in fact. Well, I, I think both ends of what you're proposing mm-hmm. are literally the same thing. It's just like mm-hmm. different ways of looking at it, right? And I think the way to deal with it is to sidestep it entirely and be like, no, like we have a system that's exploiting people. Mm-hmm. We need to minimize the amount of exploitation in our society and we need to have, you know, society that helps human flourishing. And how do we do that? I mean, it's not, this isn't. That's fine. You no, know, that's all fine. about removing evil from the world. That's all yeah, fine. This isn't like a tragic story of Agamemnon, you know, like. You've been reading too much literature. I um, no, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> haven't you? That's not As fucking I literature, man. The books. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, like getting back to 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 the the problem of the police putting their like knees on people's right. necks. You know, right. like w- w- you know, what do we do? It's like, easy to call we're that engaging evil. Engaging in the practice of having police in our society, and how do we end that? I mean, we can start right. with small small towns, for example, who spend like fifty percent of their fucking budgets on like policing. And you can start with small towns that spend like only five percent, as a better example. No, but, they, but they don't. They all spend like roughly like the ridiculous like fifty percent of their budget. We we interviewed place. a dude in a in a small town. There are like maybe like ten thousand people in that town. It wasn't like super small, but they Less only have three 10. cops. They have three for 10,000 people. Uh, it, it's, we don't need the policing that we have the, in the amounts that we have it. And we don't need the policing that we have in the kind of policing that right. we have, right? Right. So, so then it becomes an issue of, well, you know, do we always want to have police? Well, we're always going right. to have police as long as there's well, capitalism. I, I, don't, I don't know what, how, what the answer Like, I would rather have no police than have the police that we have. Adam Smith knows the answer. He says but, in book five, <laughs> chapter one, that civil I mean, government, but, but insofar it as like, it is instituted for the security of properties, in reality, instituted for the defense of the rich against the poor, or of those who have some property against those who have none at all. Well, but see, that's 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 bourgeois police, right? Mm-hmm. Is there a different kind of policing possible or necessary? I don't know. Like, do we need community? Um, yes, policing? there is. There's there's social workers. There's they language exist. policing. Social workers well, I, exist. They're a type of police. I mean, the thing is, it, it all it all kind of gets kind of ridiculous, right? Because the only reason we need police to protect us from bank robberies is because banks exist. If right. you eliminate banks, you don't right. need bank robbery. Police, if you eliminate right? poverty, you right. don't have people stealing out. You know, I mean, yeah, people like. People don't steal, other than psychopaths and capitalism, people don't steal when they don't need to, right? Mm-hmm. They only steal when they have a need and that's not being met. Now, mm-hmm. the psychopaths that steal have an emotional need that is not going to be met by the money that they're stealing, but mm-hmm. that's why they're doing it. But know? everyone in the world thinks everyone else is a psychopath. Everyone I mean, in this right. world. Everyone in this world. And it may also be true. Everyone's a fucking psychopath. But it's, it's conditioned. How so? You know. What? Like, how so? Because they're all products of a of yeah. a disgusting system, yes. right? Products of a system that they reproduce every day well, through their what, what, like, what symptoms of a psychopath do you think are universal to human beings? 
Okay, how about the fact that people think that meat grows in styrofoam containers, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> Some people may have never seen a cow. Like, people literally think that meat grows in styrofoam containers. Like, if you give them a knife and you tell them, go butcher your fucking cow and so you can get a burger, they will be squeamish and not do it. You think so? Oh, but absolutely. And, but they absolutely. go and eat a fucking burger. Does it have to be alive? Do I have to that's what I mean. That's what yeah, I mean. Can yeah, I, can Because you, you, you have to understand. No, no, the no. Can I put a bullet in it first, or am I gutting this thing alive? What am I? How am you I? Got, you, well, you you have to kill it, and then you have to butcher it, and you have to understand what that means. That's fine. This no, is, but, but this 90, is what I mean, though. People, ninety percent of people don't want to understand what what their choices entail. That's what I was talking about. Because because most people would think that. I would be the, the the psychopath for being perfectly willing to slit a cow's throat. Go hunting throat. and, you know. I guarantee you that if you had to do it, you would eat like half the meat you eat. At very least. What do you, why? Because it's not like, it's like people who work in, it, who butcher cows for a living, uh -huh. mm -hmm. it, they all have PTSD. Yeah. They all fucking have PTSD. It's not pleasant. Yeah. It's fucking, it's Killing something yes. Yes. of that is is not an easy. Yes. Like I've killed yes. chickens, yes, and I don't give a shit about chickens, and it's still yes, absolutely. A, it's it is a taxing activity mentally. Like I it I killed not, a bunny in, in in kindergarten, and I still remember. I can still see yeah. that thing dying. What? So it wasn't so people in kindergarten. I stepped on a rabbit on accident. And oh no! Half of its face got ripped off, and it bled to death. Oh no! I'm and sorry. And what's really is. fucked up is like the fourth grade teacher comes out, and she's like, "Oh my god, Fluffy!" <gasps> yeah, <laughs> I mean, and how do, how do we? How you do live we with this still, I can tell. <laughs> it was... and, and then, then how do we expect people to go to war, kill a bunch of people, video come games, back, man? Video games. All right. Video games. <laughs> That's how it's going to turn, man. They and, make police and, dogs and, and, or robot and dogs. Then, and then we want these broken people who have been broken by war to be our police force. Mm -hmm. Why? Because they're better able to kill us because they're already broken. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's, all we have to do is point a finger at the cop and mm -hmm. say, you're bad because you could have acted otherwise. We don't have to blame all those good people who are pointing their fingers. We don't have to point our fingers at our fucking selves. Here's my thing, though. Um, right. Some of us will point the finger at that cop. cop because it's easier. But what I'm saying is that Chauvin is different because he was acting even outside the paradigms of the acceptable cop, you know, murderer, right? You know. No, I and think he was a typical, he was expressing his nature, which was developed sure, in the context. But what I'm saying is he was expressing that nature to, like, when we talked about hyper-masculinity, it was a hyper form of police brutality that he was exhibiting. And that comes from the system, but it is a, a strange form of it. I'm afraid so, he's not even exceptional. I don't think so. But what I'm saying, I'm not, the hyper doesn't mean that you're exceptional. It's just that that is the heights of that form. Mm. It's still within the paradigm. It's still, it's still normal, but it, it's the hyper form of that, that normal. I mean, um, the, it's not like thing, he was out there, you know, shooting civilians just in the crowd. But what I mean where, is like, he didn't killing it, It's conceivable that that's just the kind of thing that he is. Yes. But what I'm saying is that, we're not going to like the, the, the people who have real control, the next DA who's prosecuting a cop um, isn't going to look at the next police shooting that isn't this exceptional and think that it's outside of the norm. It takes something this exceptional 
for us to even point the finger at it is what I'm saying. The people who have some control over it. I don't think it's exceptional, though. It's just a matter of what you catch on tape, right? I mean, like I was watching this movie called The Fear of a Black Hat. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that? yeah, I've seen that. Mm-mm. OK, so yes. so there is this <laughs> there is this very great scene where he gets pulled over by a security cop, which leads to fuck the security cop, security yes. guards or whatever. Um, but he gets pulled over by security guard and they make kind of like a joke about how you know, the stuff that happened with Rodney King. I mean, we're talking mm-hmm. what's this, like 92. 30 years ago. Or, yeah. um, well, the stuff that happened with Rodney King was was routine. What was different mm. is that it got taped, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they have him in the underground and like 50 people mm-hmm. taping it, right? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what controls the cop. Now, cops got desensitized when they realized that they could still do it on tape mm-hmm. and no repercussions mm-hmm. would happen. But for a while, the idea that you could get taped was a deterrent. Now, maybe the idea that you might get convicted might be a deterrent, but it's not going to, you can't convict them because literally the capitalist class needs them to be ready, willing, and right. able to kill with no, and, and the only way that they're going to be ready to kill like that is if there's no repercussions, yes. right? And also because if they've if done they two tours in Afghanistan. It, yeah, I mean, it, but if they get punished for it, they're, they're not going to kill on command. That's why I think to kill on command. that until you get a case like Chauvin that is so, let me not say out of the norm, but out of the ordinary of what people are exposed to, right? Something this explicit, the fingers aren't going to be pointed. And because they can't have, they can't allow that level of accountability. Because now we're going to have to start pointing the finger at, Every one of these situations. But I mean, what about Laquan McDonald? What about Breonna Taylor? I mean, all these things, it's like, right. you can, it's easy. It's well, Laquan McDonald, Jason Van Dyke went to prison. But know? I mean, it's... And that was really, he went to prison. The exceptional uh, conditions there was that Rahm Emanuel withheld the tape. What was so exceptional this wasn't a prosecution. Is the cop went to prison. It's also exceptional because Rahm Emanuel withheld the tape. So just like... The protests made it so Chauvin couldn't be left off the hook and the fact that he had ample time to not administer lethal force, you know, i.e. the nine minutes, 22 seconds he was on his neck. Those exceptional factors were really what played inside of the 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 um, the guilty verdict, because Rahm Emanuel withholding that tape is what caused the um, the, 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 the outrage. Right. So then you have an exceptional response to an exceptional condition, which causes a guilty verdict. Every time you see a guilty verdict, there's always an exceptional response to an exceptional condition. And until that isn't the case, none of this shit's going to change. You always need those conditions because Breonna Taylor didn't get justice because she didn't have those conditions. Oh, God. But, but you know, it, what was her name? Who is it's the- good though that that Rahm Emanuel is not is not running Chicago anymore because now the police don't kill people anymore. Exactly. You know now that you have a, <laughs> a, a Lori Lightfoot, black black woman of color, and she's uh, LGBTQ. Yeah. yeah. Now that doesn't happen. Now doesn't special happen education program kids don't get killed by the police, right? Right. Doesn't the thirteen year olds don't get gunned down with their hands up? You know. You know that that uh, kids with autism are like. I think it's like the second most likely to get killed by cops, right? I wouldn't doubt it. It's something insane like that. It's like 
because they shouldn't be policing mentally ill. Mental health is something else that is the, the police it's job. Not even a, I mean, it's a, the thing is like, it's not even a mental health thing. It's just people who don't act the way that like right. the normal people act, right? Like that's it. Right. And it's just sort of because they they don't, because the cops don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They just kill the person. Mm-hmm. Literally, like someone who's no danger to anyone, mm-hmm. but because they don't follow instructions and the cop is mm-hmm. has no idea how to react, they just kill someone. It kind of shows you that their first instinct is to kill the person. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like, again, yeah. talking to the dude this week, he was like, there are 40,000 cops in New York and there are 70 or 7 million people in New York state. And it's basically the cops against those 7 million people. And I was like, why the fuck are the cops against those people? Against civilians? Why? Why is that the dynamic? That's a problem. Because they're an invading force. They're a paramilitary unit. And And they're there to control control the people. And to, you know, it's an invading army. That's why we say that America is Sparta and America is not Rome. Because every year the Spartans would re um, instate their war against the Hellens. Every year against the slaves. Because they saw themselves as um, they liberated themselves from this, this enemy, this occupying force. So every year they had to restate that we are just fighting against an occupying force. And that's what the police do to civilians in, 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 in America right now. Well, I mean, if the United States were Rome, I could be Captain America, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's when right. they went there, they said, you're a citizen, you're Roman, no questions well, asked. Well, your children, your son could be Captain America. You couldn't. You'd still be an auxiliary. Well, well I mean, they've Semantics. been there since 1898. <laughs> You know, no, 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 they've been there in Puerto Rico since 1898. We've been paying tribute for a hundred mm-hmm. years, you know? I mean, you know, right? like the, the people from Spain, there was, there, there were Hispania or whatever emperors in the, in the Roman yes. empire. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the, it, it's it, like, that's one of the things that shows you that, that sort of racism, the way that we can sort of think about it is, is, is very much a social construction of the reality that we're in. Right. Because, for Rome, racism was a completely different thing. They might be more racist against Germans because they were mm-hmm. like we're barbarians. barbarians yeah. That they would be against like a, a a a black dude from a part of, of the Roman Empire. What like I'm as saying, a citizen. What I'm know? saying like, is we have a racism that's more akin to Sparta. Whereas yeah, the civilian yeah, sure. population is your fucking enemy. And you warriors of the mm-hmm. you know the state, you need to suppress these people. Though that and that's your main enemy. We may go to war with Athens, with, you know, um, um, what was it, Persia. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, your real enemy are these Hellens, our slaves. Your real you enemy is to domestic. suppress them. Yep, your real enemy that, is domestic. Well, Americans That's, identify with their boss, and they just want to get up there so that they can, um, you know, enjoy the fruits of oppressing people, I guess. I don't know. That's why there's no solidarity, because people look at each other like people who they would be looking down on if they were as high up on the ladder as they imagine they yep. already are. I mean, well, that that's what that's what foreign wars are are kind of about, right? They're they're in some in in part to make the general population feel that their enemy is an external enemy, and not the ruling class of the country that they're in, right? You, you, if you're fighting, if the U.S. is having a war with the Prussian Empire, or what you know, with, 
What I'm saying Whatever. is that's not even necessary in America because most Americans already think of their enemy as domestic. Yeah, most yeah most Especially Americans the, don't like the each Americans other. that vote. There's no solidarity. Like we watched the 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 Yimby lady. You gave me that article. Oh yeah, who was basically saying yes, we want to diversify our community, but only if you're rich. But enough only if you're here. rich enough. That's that's America. Well, yeah, but that's because the but the only class that has any notion that this is happening is the capitalist class at the very top. Everyone else thinks this is the dark. You know, yeah. that they that that they have an opportunity to become rich and that we live in a great you know it, it's a very weird you know. But it's I like mean, like you. It's like you run, ethics. That's what we need to realize. We need to realize the forces exerted on us so that we can come to exercise our powers. All you say, all these people in the dark who don't understand what the masters understand. Well, we need to understand. I think they so understand that we can act differently. I don't think it's a pro- a product of not understanding. I think it's it's it comes from different priorities. Well, I sure. mean, we need to we need to get past the sort of like English counter enlightenment of the whole Lockean thing, where like we conceive of ourselves as these agents that have the ability to enter into contracts in some sort of like ghostly space where we don't have physical needs and things are not impinging on us, right? Like the whole way that capitalism is set up it, it's almost like a the ideology of it is a lie to everyone the capitalists understand that material conditions matter in a sense they're more marxist than everyone else mm-hmm. they get it they well they get got the, the material, first half of they they the they understand that everything is fought in the material conditions they understand the need for violence they understand all of that it's the rest of society that lives in this fantasy of liberalism where we're like disembodied entities that can like contract and that contracts are to be, you know, respected. And that, you know, this idea that we were free to enter into a social agreement. I mean, it's all bullshit, right? The capitalist class gets it. That's why they rule with an iron fist. That's why they have police that like brutalizes communities, right? Hmm. It's us that don't get it. You know, we live in the fantasy land ideology. It just, and that's why they keep pumping ideology. Pump, pump, pump. All right, guys. I think that's a, final that's thoughts. That's a good point. Yeah. We gotta, end with. <laughs> that was Marco's final thought. That was your final thought? I think that's my final thought. I talk too much. All right. No one's, no one's, no one's going to interrupt and be like, no, no, you talked to right about You're like, yeah, this motherfucker talks too much. <laughs> you, got, you got one more thing to say in you. <laughs> one more Let thing will turn go. into 10 more things yeah go ahead go, go ahead, ahead daniel um i i'll i'll just say i hope i hope that when the pandemic winds down and uh we get that off our brain and i i hope that the tides are turning with respect to police violence so that the left can free up some of its very limited mental space in order to consider taking on tasks to concern material conditions for all working people. That's my hope as the vaccines are rolled out and in light of the triple conviction of Chauvin, which was a great moment. Chauvin. Sorry. Chauvin. Chauvin. What I'm going to say is that um, Joe Biden is the greatest American president since FDR. He's doing a really good job. You can't fucking say that at the end. Um, Dick? I mean, I'm, and I'm no, wait, fine. wait, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not finished. I'm not. 
I'm not can finished. I finish? Um, I'm going to say that since Joe Biden was elected, I'm very happy that Trump is not in office anymore because now we can actually do something about the race problem in America. And I'm looking forward to that being dealt with pretty soon um, when um, Joe Biden passes whatever um, civil rights bill he's going to fucking pass. Um, I have I have high hopes. Um, You're making fun of me, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> 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 and. Um, I, I, I can't wait to get my second vaccine. That's all I got. That's America's doing great. Highest approval rating. Uh, all right. I got no Ever. problem saying Joe Biden is the best American president. Ever awesome. Glad because, we agree. because that's like saying, you know, cyanide is the best poison ever. I mean, it's yeah, fair. Whatever. That's fair. I mean, like, that's cool. fair. I'll take it. Yeah. Cyanide is great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sufficient. Sufficient. Yeah, it's good. You know, mm-hmm. arsenic I mean, is you know, good too, you, but cyanide is like. You might like Cyclone B. You mm-hmm. might like, you know, I mean, who knows? You know, anthrax is a good way to do yeah. it. Whatever. It's all good. Um, I have no hope whatsoever. <laughs> this idea of hope is uh, ludicrous. Uh, absolutely absurd. Hope. Nothing is going to change. People are going to get their second vaccine and then they're just going to go uh, to get, you know, bacon wrapped shrimp smothered in cheese and uh, <laughs> try to kill themselves through food. <laughs> <laughs> because they have no health care, so they eat like they have health care. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so dark. And uh, cops are just going to get really good at killing people without getting caught on camera. And it's not a crime if you don't get caught. And, uh, you know, Ram Emanuel will insinuate himself into the Biden administration more and more. Um, until eventually he's running the show. Rom twenty twenty four. We'll we'll get the Chicago vacation of America, and what else? I think that's it, man. No hope, no hope. But you know, there's a great line from a comic book. This is a man without hope is a man without fear. Mm. So the watch no hope. Hopeless man is a dangerous. No uh, thing. daredevil. Daredevil. Okay. Yeah. So no so, hope twenty twenty four. No hope. No fear. And uh, that's what we need. That's what we need. No fear, man. And that's why we need to go after the Alexandria Ocasio turncoat Cortez of the world, uh, because they're the, they're the real problem. I mean, they really are the real problem. Trump is not the problem. Trump galvanizes people to do something, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's ineffectual and idiotic because they're liberals. The oh, but at least they're getting galvanized. Mm-hmm. Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is the. Opiate. I just wonder. Trump just seems like a cipher for negative emotions that well, leads she, people to not do anything. No, they do stuff, but it's just that they do the idiotic things that their liberal Alexandria Ocasio Cortez types like the still never are available. Trump was an excuse for people to say that we need to fight Trump. No, but, but here, here's the thing. They at least they wanted to fight something. The problem yeah. is, is that as long as you have a. a a Kamala Harris or a, or an AOC leading them, what are they going to tell them the possible actions against Trump are? I don't Throw know. a temper tantrum. That's Resist. Because um, like Black Lives Matter came up under Obama when everyone was feeling hope and change. And then- Yeah, after- but Black Lives Matter is also it was, foot it was, dragging. It was at the end. It was 2014. But that's also and, foot dragging. And he was he was brutal yeah, he was. about destroying it. More than I mean, didn't. Obama Obama did more about destroying left wing movements than Trump. 
Like Obama went in to occupy and beat the shit out of everyone. Mm -hmm. Obama basically beat the shit out of BLM to a degree that even cops during Trump didn't do. Right. So this idea that these people are, no, no, no. They lied to us Mm -hmm. in order to pacify us. And if we don't get pacified, then they feel like we are being ingrates against them and they feel completely justified in beating the shit out of us. And then there's no one to fight against them because you can't say bad, mean things about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She slays. She's just queen. She like was a bartender. She's awesome. Right? You I can, don't know, you, man. Yeah, I think if you say mean shit about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, you look like a dick in a way which disqualifies you. That's you're, the rhetorical you're, you're, you're mechanism. You're racist. I don't think you're anyone like, cares. Dude. That's part I've of the problem. Sh- every, every time I say shit about Obama, like liberals go after me. To do they? That I, yes. Oh, yes, they do. Yes, that is. See, you're I inoculated. I've got the lived I, I, experience. I, 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 know this is not, I know this is not a popular thing. to. I know this is a fucked up thing to say. But your skin color inoculates you from these attacks. I understand. Like, if you say that shit and you don't, if you not look like you're, you know, a BIPOC or whatever, you know, you will get attacked like fucking crazy. I mean, like, Didn't I, I tell am, you last time, just, just try to look less white, bro. Just, I can't help it. <laughs> if I, I can't just, help it. Just, if I try, if I try to tan, I get red and my skin hurts and then my flesh peels off and it hurts for a week. Use paint. I can't help I don't, it. I don't know. Like, I can't that, help it. If he uses, like, did you say paint? Yeah. Whatever. That'll I, get him canceled in no time. Oh yeah. Probably. Uh, bad idea. Don't, uh, I'm just, that. I'm just trying to help, scratch but that. bad idea. 